The following views expressed are those of the speakers and do not represent the views of DOD or its components. I'm here myself through my headphones. Yes, man. Like, I feel real good about this. Pay attention because you are now listening to Permission to Speak Freely. 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 <laughs> it tried to lake uh, a ninja. Uh, apparently attacked like 26 army special ops members did you hear about that uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. a ninja like a real a sword, stars yeah, type a ninja sword. well he ain't have stars but <laughs> he had a sword like a sword wielding ninja man it says a man dressed up so it's by, it's, it was by China Lake it wasn't in China Lake but by China Lake mm-hmm. ninja attack leaving special ops troops hunkered down at hangar sparks ridicule I said, a man dressed as a ninja and armed with a sword left 26 special lot military members hunkered down in a hangar wondering where help is records ever built. Right? <laughs> I don't know what's special so, ops. It's just, yeah, special ops guys, man. Uh, the violent attack, which is thought to have wounded at least one person, reportedly took place at Enyo Kern Airport in Kern County, California, just after midnight on September 18th. According to what appears to be a military incident report shared on social media, man. I told you, California, man, it's a nice place, man. I think it'd be softening us up, man. Yeah, um, man. So, uh, some dude named Sourbucks. I guess he getting. I guess he's kind of getting in a little bit of trouble for uh, making light of the situation. <laughs> it's a situation that is hard not to make light of the predicament, you know. But um, it says that uh, Staff Sergeant was sitting outside the administration building. Of the hangar at EU Kern Airfield smoking a cigarette when an unknown person wearing a full ninja garb to include a katana sword walked up on him. The person asked, do you know who I am? Staff Sergeant said no. Then the person asked, do you know where my family is? It's like a scene out of like a ninja revenge story. Staff Sergeant said no. And then it says, at this point, the person in ninja garb began to slash at Staff Sergeant, striking his phone and his knee and leg. Right? Oh man, he this the guard. Oh, I'm finna yeah. take him out, man. He finna, get, he finna be a dead ninja, <laughs> man. I'm telling you. So, I'm so staff kill. sergeant. So you finna take him out? Yeah. All right, I'm gonna read. What, I'm gonna read what happened next. Staff sergeant immediately began running through the parking lot and try to to try to evade the unknown person. Jumped the fence and entered the admin building. Uh, staff sergeant and captain began locking all the doors and calling nine one one. The ninja began kicking and punching doors and windows. They said the dude, they said the dude like threw a rock. Like some other article I read, they said the dude threw a rock through the window and everything. He got in there, I think. Unknown person left and returned a few minutes. Oh, here we go. Unknown unknown person left and returned a few minutes after with a large brick of asphalt, which he threw uh, through the window, striking uh, the captain. And then it just says uh, <laughs> the attacker leaving before apparently being arrested anywhere. So it looked like uh, the he as got away. Yet, as yet unidentified attacker leaving before apparently being arrested anywhere. Man, I wouldn't want to live with that on my conscience that this guy could come back, man. Hey, man, I, I we wouldn't be talking about this vibe on that on that gate guard, man. We'll be talking. Well, about these it. were they were doing training. It's a twenty-six special lot military members doing training at the airport, hunkered down in the hangar, wondering where help help is. Oh, so, so they, they didn't have no guard. So it wasn't a, he wasn't a guard that nah, was there. He was just, nah, oh, he was so he didn't have no weapon. Lots. Okay, I thought he had a weapon or something. Oh no. Okay, okay. I thought he was one of the guards or something. He came to the gate. You know what I mean? And and did that. Okay, so he ain't had no weapon on him. Okay. 
Yeah, so I, I guess I that's the. What? I don't know if I would. You don't know if you would have what? Man, I don't know. That's tough, man. But he's swinging that sword. I've been up out of that too, though. No doubt about that. You and all your. <laughs> 26 teammates but now when i got to the 26 teammates we better do this dude now though man like i know if i'm special <laughs> up, i know I mean, we got some kind of weapons up in this thing that, to subdue this guy man like i'm special ops player you know what i mean and it's 26 <laughs> of us and we and we hunker yeah. down come on special ops how let us man what, what was going on with that scenario man can you guys talk to us man somebody hit us up let us know 26 Special ops, Whenever man. I see shows like Extraction, I mean, movies like Extraction yeah. and movies like that, the special ops dudes, they like, they grab anything in the, like, environment and they start fighting with it, man. Yeah. I never think they need weapons, Twigs man. and shit outside. They don't need nothing, man. They, they can make it happen. But, you know what? I take all that back. I think it, and I'm not, I'm not the expert on this, but it's probably different type of, type of uh, special op guys. <laughs> maybe maybe those were the special op guys that bring the food or some shit. I don't know, man. <laughs> and you know what? I take that back. No disrespect to the special op guys. <laughs> I don't want to get no shit started, man, with the special oh, op guys, man. man. But, special um, ops coming. Maybe they the maybe, maybe they was the bro. ones that maybe they was the 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 ones that, that the intelligence side, you know what I mean? Going in and getting intelligence and stuff. Maybe they wasn't the ones that, you know, come back, you know what I mean, put hands on people yeah. and shit. But I don't know. I read it. I read a comment. Somebody made a comment that said they call. It was like they call anybody special ops at that command, whatever command it was. It said they call anybody's uh, special ops at that place. So who knows? It's a, oh, see there. A couple make people, my point. Yeah, yeah. It's a couple people, you know, making comments about you know what happened. Oh yeah, it says the twenty six special ops members couldn't fashion a slingshot and shoot that dork <laughs> in the face with a rock, laughing out loud. So these guys was having a lot of fun with this uh, topic. Um, yeah, but I, I, hey, big I'm shots like, out of special ops, though. Big shots out of special ops, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, you know, I'm not a ninja. Yeah, man. <laughs> hey, don't mess with me, man. I'm they, good. they, they, they subdue me in like three seconds yeah, or something like that. I ain't gonna try to. That. I ain't gonna try to stop you. You know, <laughs> go ahead. What you been up to this week? Oh man, I, um, you know what? My week been okay, man. You know, um. Had a lot of couple little different things going on, but the positive things about what I had going on is this weekend today actually, um, Mississippi plays um Alabama today. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um and next week we can talk about this a little bit more, depending on how the game goes. But uh we play Alabama and I think this year we actually got a chance to play a good game against Alabama. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, against a team, normally I'd be like, man, we ain't got a shot. We ain't got a chance. But I, I do believe we got a chance. Um, and also today I'm going out, man, I'm doing some little, little um, car hunting today, man, and tomorrow. Um, you know, I sold my other vehicle, so I'm going to go out there and see what I can find. Some good on gas, man, because I got that, 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 that hour drive every day, you know, trying to find some something, something like that. But yesterday, man, uh, I want to tell you, I went golfing yesterday, man. Mm-hmm. And guess who I played golf with yesterday? Who'd you play with? Luke Webb. Okay. How's yeah, he doing? man. So, yeah, he's doing good, man. He came down on leave, man, and he hit me up. And then, man, he came on up here and we played golf together, man. Yeah, man. It's a good deal, man. Good game. We caught up a little bit, man, out there. You know, golfing. Yeah, was I, was, I was actually thinking about him. 
and yeah. having him on the podcast uh, one of these days. Yeah, man. Just you guys know, he was actually our third guy. We was going to have three people on the podcast, and he was um, actually going to be one of them, man. So one day we'll bring him on and ask him why he wasn't on it. We'll, you know, we'll put him on the spot, man. You know, He probably going to ask us why he wasn't on it. Hey. <laughs> we asked him why he wasn't on it. He probably going to be like, I don't know. Over Tell to you. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it would have been three personalities on here. Uh, Luke is loud, right? Luke, Luke, Luke could yeah. get loud. Right, yeah, yeah, loud. Yeah. He got a any controversy. So he'll be going. It'll be a lot of good conversations with him. Yeah, energetic. Got a yeah. real energetic uh, attitude. Uh, that, yeah. that that was the that was the like, was that the second original plan or the first? I don't know. We'll talk about yeah, that. No, on most our definitely anniversary the first. Episode, yeah, we'll talk about. That. Yeah, we'll talk about that on our anniversary episode. But yeah, big shout out to Luke, man. Miss yeah, you, man. man. Hit me up. What else? Anything else? No, man. Other than that, man, a good week. Good week. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, no big things going on, man. This, this is my plans for the week, man. Um, work is work now, man. I don't even talk about it no more. I just go on ships, man, and, and inspect them and come home, man. That's about Got it. People from the job listening, man. You can't say too much. Man. Yeah, man. They own me now, man. You know what I'm saying? They own me, man. You know what I'm saying? Get on your big ass, shots. Boy. Big shots to TMIT, man. Big shots out, man. Y'all keep listening, man. Keep supporting my, your boy, man. Look, my supervisor be listening. He uh, he said he waiting to hear me say something. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I, work for this, I work for the civilian. I told him that that'll never happen. You know what I'm saying? That'll, that'll never happen. I know we got some people tuned in that's waiting to hear something crazy. Um, yeah. I look at I look at the geographics where people listening from. I know where y'all live. I know yeah, what y'all man. waiting to hear. Yeah, yeah. It, it ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna happen, player. Yeah. Give it up. I'm gonna talk I, about some stuff, but uh, today I'm gonna talk about something that happened like a little bit later to me. Yeah, that's a little direct, but not too you know not too bad. I did so this week the podcast we've we've done well. Um, we closed out our best month uh, since we launched the podcast, which is exciting. Um, it mean that we we building so. What happened was we initially launched uh, this is more stuff we're going to dig real deep into uh, on the anniversary episode. But we initially launched and it, it was crazy, like way bigger launch than, you know, I expected it to be. And then life happened, deployment, uh, miscarriages, a lot of reasons why we couldn't record. So, you know, of course, the viewership, the subscribers and everything um, didn't really go down, but they didn't keep increasing. You know what I'm saying? And then some of the downloads did go down. Um, but now... We in the biggest month that we had last week was a very big week, a uh, big episode. So I appreciate all the listeners. Uh, just keep listening, keep reviewing, keep sharing, keep commenting, keep engaging on our social media and everything like that. Yeah, most definitely, man. Hit that share button, man. I know a lot of people be out there reviewing and looking at us, man. Share it too, man. Hit that share yeah. button for us, man. Yeah, that share is super essential. Yo. We get people DM us. Uh, one of my boys, Raji, what up, man? He DMs me all the time. Like, hey, man, I, I could have made a comment on the page, but I'm DMing you, man. What's up? I'm like, yo, yeah, just no, put it on the page. Do, I want to yeah, hear it, page, too. I want to I want I want to hear it, too, man. Hit hit us up, man. Put it on the page. It goes yeah. for everybody, though, man. If you thinking it, put it on there. You know yeah, what I mean? It, put it on it, the page. It, it most definitely. Um, I like to hear people's opinions about situations and about things they didn't done in their career. So most definitely put it on the page. I don't even care what it is. I don't care if it's off topic. It don't matter. Put it on the page. Yeah, so I saw somebody. I saw a surprise mat uh, this week. Mm. It was a a second class, a RP two. So it's a lot of RPs where I work. Near, yeah. Well, near where I work. Yeah. So uh, she, it, the RP one came around. He he had been mapped already. Um, he was with her. Her. Uh, they had a force master chief. They had 
the, the captain they work for. Um, he was a chaplain. And they brought her, They so they brought her over with the RP1, and it looked like he was about to get another award. So my chief of staff, uh, you know, he came out. No, actually, the admiral came out, and uh, commandant, and he was like, hey, yeah, we're not going to give you another award, RP1. You got too many awards. You know, you just got mapped. You got too much. He was like, so we're going to give an award to RP2. And then he, like, brought her up. She didn't even know she was getting an award. He brought her up and he was asking her like about like what she did over there and like you know we I work for region so he take care of the whole region mm-hmm. and um you know she he was like so you you doing the job of a senior chief huh she's like well at least a chief he's like well what kind of award do you think deserves well she couldn't say she 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 sounded so humble man <laughs> it was cool yeah you know but she, you know he's like what kind of award do you think you deserve for doing that much work but she was like I don't know so uh, you know. He was like, I tell you what, you deserve to be a first class petty officer. So we mapping you the first. She was crying, yo. She was oh, super excited, man. crying. That was a big deal, right there. Yeah, man, it made my heart hey, warm. I tell man. you what, man, big <laughs> shots out to the admiral, man. That's the way to. That's the way to do it, right there, man. That's the way to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Admiral, you know, admiral he, that admiral is really cool, man. Yeah, he played along with it well, man. So that's good, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was real cool, man. It it, it warmed my heart. It made yeah. me love. And you know, a big shout to the chain of command for keeping down the raps, man. You got people now that damn near know they get mapped before they even, you know, or they got an idea or somebody told them or whatever. So it's good to see the story happens out like played out like that, man. Like they don't have a clue. They like everybody caught, you know. So that's a good story, man. What good made story. it cool? What made it even cooler is that she was TAD. She's TAD. Um, she working for another command. So the other command gave up that a map, map quota oh, at their command man. and gave it to our command so that we could map this seller. That's how big shout out to her yeah. as well. She's been putting in a whole lot of work and she deserve it. So, Thank I mean, you. I remember I met her once, twice and just me meeting her that day. She was sharp. So she deserved yeah. it. Uh, she's deal. also right now. She was a seller of the quarter as well. So shout out to her. She deserves it. I've been boxing as well. Yeah, we heard about that last episode. I'm sure you didn't you didn't you didn't graduate now something to another level or I mean what's going on? I know you was boxing, man. Yeah. But um I'm learning a lot about myself while I'm, while oh, I'm in here training. So discipline. Yeah. You know it's by discipline stuff? No, I'm not. No, I'm disciplined, <laughs> man. <laughs> I'm disciplined, man. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> you know what I'm learning, man. I'm learning about uh, how to be. Uh, my cheeks look real shady, right? If you're not, if you if you listening to us, you can't see this, right? So there's a couple things that's happening if you listen to us and you're not watching us on YouTube. My cheeks look shiny right now, right? And it's pretty cool, I think. Um, also, I have a a navy uh, ball cap on, and I'm gonna get into why I got a navy ball cap on in a minute. Damon got a Mississippi uh, ball cap on. Super fresh. I think he just bought it. Yeah, man. Uh, for, fresh. For the game. For the game. For the game yeah. God for the forbid game, you bought a hat and your team lose. Man. Oh, man. Don't talk, don't, don't talk <laughs> like that, man. Don't talk like that. So, um, well, boxing. So, so I've been boxing, um, training with my boy. He was actually in the Navy. He's out. He's doing big things, right? Uh, Kaya Joyner. Look for him if y'all want some training. But uh, I've been boxing with him. And I learned the way my mind works is super analytical, right? And I already, I always knew that, 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 right? My mind, I think every about everything, every movement, everything I do, I think about it, right? Um, and and those thoughts happen real fast. And it sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, right? With the boxing thing, it's bad, right? 
Um, other times when it's bad is when I like overanalyze things that I probably shouldn't, right? Like different things. And then somebody's like, nah, I just, I was in the bathroom. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? But, and, and the boxing thing is bad because it's your body should move, you know? Um, he was like, that's why they call it, you know, the sweet science. So as I'm boxing and, you know, this just, just, it's just to throw like an uppercut, you know, every time I watch him throw an uppercut, it's like his whole body's like in motion, you know what I mean? Like, he, and it looks so smooth. And then I throw mine right at them, and it's like my legs still, my waist is good. And I'm just moving my arm, and it's like he's like, "No, nah, man, look, like do it like this, boom, do it like this, boom, right?" And he does it, and then I come right at them. He's like, "All right, you do it like," and he was like, "No, no, no, like just do it like." But that happens a lot, so I'm learning a lot um, about it. I'm learning about myself, learning about the way that I think and just realizing like, all right, let it go. Let it all go. Let it flow. Um, and that's hard for me, but I'm learning it. Uh, outside of that, it's been pretty good learning. I'm like, I'm going twice a week. So I'm learning, um, um, at a faster pace. I can't say I'm great or good. I'm still, still, you know, uh, positioning my body, still figuring my legs out. You know, I got these bad knees, man. Yeah, them knees, bad rough, knees. Man. Yeah, man. Knees you know what? Help. You bring that. You bring it about the motion and stuff, man. And that that brings me to think about like golf, man. And I be out there playing, not the same sport or anything like that. But when it, when it, it's a guy that could be five foot, like I can see kids out there, five foot, one hundred and twenty pounds, and they can hit the ball further than me. The swing yeah. is not even close to being hard as the way I swing. But it's yeah. all about you know. The impact, all about flexibility, all about hitting on the sweet spot, all that stuff plays a plays a part. You know what I mean? On how you moving and how you uh, driving through the ball, man. So I can understand how your whole body need to be like into that punch and yeah, all that type of stuff, man. So yeah, because yeah, because because your strength come from your legs and not yeah. your arms. He he's like, yo, your arms, my arms, like man, I feel like my arms are going for because I've been working out in the gym too. Yeah. So I was, he was like, yo, man, you, you're going to lose a whole lot of like energy in your arms and they're going to get tired if you don't use your legs, use your legs, use your legs. So I'm learning. I'm not going to stop. You know, yeah. I'm getting better because when that ninja approached me in the airport, I'm give me that two piece, <laughs> man. I'm ready for him. Yeah, that I'll be two piece of that biscuit, man. man. <laughs> give that two piece of biscuit. You, put him to bed, man. You to slice the biscuit, yeah, baby. Yeah, man. Put him to bed, man. Rock him to sleep. <laughs> so... I got this hat on today because the results should be out. The chief results, right? Yeah. The results should be out today. So if you listen to the podcast, those results should be out. And if you made chief, congrats. Congratulations if you made it. If you didn't make it, keep up the good work. Keep plugging. I mean, I know y'all hear that all the time. You probably hate that. like, But, uh, you know, keep plugging. Um and I, I'm I, again, like I said before, I always think that you know your time is your time. Yeah, um, my big a, hey, same thing, man. Keep grinding. If you don't make it, congratulations to the people who do make it, man. Um, but guess what? One thing we know about this thing, it's a percentage on it. Everybody that took that exam is not going to make it. Some people going to be disappointed um, when those results come out. But it's how you take it, and it, hey. And I was always told, what twenty four hours, man. You know what I mean? 24 yeah. hours, move, push on. Um, but I think the whole key to this, man, and I know a lot of people so upset and don't do it or don't want to do it, but for those commands that do go out their way to have those CDBs for the people who do not make it, uh, it's a big deal, right? It's a big deal to try to explain to them, to try to look at their record, to try to help those sailors out because it is um, 
um daunting or it is like they are they are really hurt by this you know what i mean this is they are really hurt so when they sit down they talk to leadership about this man it also says to them somebody cares about their career you know somebody pulling me to the side individually and talking to me about my career i think that means something so um listen to it uh hear it voice your opinion voice what you think or whatever and then it's time to move on, man. It's time to time to get back on the on the on the horse again and, and, and get it done. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, Master Chief Tower, it took her a long time to, you know, make Chief. She didn't make it like in yeah. eight years, something like that. Yeah. So it took her a while and look at her, you know, look at her now. Command. So, you know, Master you know, Chief. use people as inspiration. Yeah. Use people as inspiration, man. Uh, especially if it's your first time. I, I know how I felt when I ain't make it on my first time. We talked about it on a podcast, so I'm not going to talk about it again, but I know how I felt when I ain't make it on my first time. And um, after that, I focused on my sellers, focused on my sellers. I kept my head low and just focused on my sellers. I wasn't trying to feel wickets. I wasn't trying to do this, do that. This is how I'm going to make chief. I was like, yo, I'm going to just focus. It was kind of like a fuck it, you know, mentality as far as making chief. Um, it was like, yeah, yeah I'm going to focus on my sellers and I'm going to be the best seller that, you know, I've, I've been, I'm not going to just worry about why I didn't make chief. Cause I mean, you could lose hair doing that. Yeah. Most definitely can, man. Don't yeah. just, just do your, do your job, man. Most of the time you do your job. And as you make rank that job, um, also talks about taking care of sailors. So take care of your sailors, uh, know your job, be very knowledgeable of your job. So you can share that knowledge and that uh, sharing that knowledge will pay off in the long run. Um, for you and your sailor so keep grinding man you'll get there if you if you got the mentality you know you're putting in the work you will get there have you gotten any briefs about the season this year from um forces or anything like that yeah so our force game talked to us already um uh we he was in there with us we so we every every week we have a meeting so um every week and then it's the week before he came in and uh he did a he talked to us about all type of stories and stuff. I, I don't even want to talk about some of the stories he was talking about back in his day, but he was talking about some of the stories and, and, and giving us kind of a little bit of, um, direction, you know, mm-hmm. a little bit of that. Um, and then we just went over our whole brief on how, how we're going to execute it, you know, from start to finish. And we, last week, uh, we just talked to the, to the calls about it. You know what I mean? So now, um, and that's the chief of staff. So now we um we good to go, man. We ready to rock and roll. I'm assuming you guys are too. Yeah. Um. But seasons changing a lot, man. Oh it's, yeah. It's a, it's it's different. Yeah. It's yeah. not gonna be the same. Um. It's changing and, and, a lot. And you know what's crazy, man? We we talk about it how it's changing already. And I'm here to tell you, man. Like like I've been in the midst like ten years, man. And mm-hmm. it seems like it's been so much change. Um, from the time I came in until now, I'm talking about, man, like crazy changes, man. Like you really, um, you really have to go the extra mile to make sure that the, the, the training is successful now, you know what I mean? To make sure you making a point doing your training. We used to have things you could do and the train, if you do this, it made the point for you that you're trying to make. You know yeah. what I mean? But now you really gotta you really gotta dig deep to make that point a little bit a little bit more now than you used to. So but I think it's all it's all but some of the stuff that changes is good though. 
don't get it twisted. I'm not saying all negative and all bad. Some of the changes I do think um, was good. So, yeah, and I keep hearing this. Uh, COVID has a vote. COVID has a vote. You know, yeah, this year yeah. on everything, events and stuff like that. So, uh, season is changing. If you're going through your season, take advantage of that time. Um, learn as much as you could learn. Uh, cling to your sponsors. Everything you got going on. If you're going through that season, you got any advice for any uh, newly selected chief select, newly selected chief petty officers? Yeah, man. I, I got one thing, and I and I know I always say this every year. Um, you got selected for a reason. Don't forget how. Don't forget why you got selected. Right, you got selected. You was probably leading people. You was probably great at good at doing your job. You know, don't forget all that stuff. You know what I mean? In six weeks, don't forget all that stuff. Once your name is called, don't forget what got you to this point. Yeah, have fun, and that's for the have Chiefs fun, and the Chiefs selects. Have fun, enjoy it. Yeah. Let's have a really good season, man. Don't let COVID mess up our season. You know what I'm saying? Let's have a good season. Let's have some fun. Yeah, most definitely, right. man. I can't wait. I'm I'm I'm, I'm pumped. Yeah, couple couple uh, other things um, I noticed right now. It's the 2021 Health of the Force survey going on, right? Yeah. So the 2021 Health of the Force survey is going on, and that's just uh, giving sellers the opportunity to like you know state the things that you know they think about the service, the Navy in particular. Um, maybe some things they want to see change. I heard it's a block at the very end. If you want to talk about beards, you got to wait to the very end and bring up that you want beards. Um, and I saw that on my Navy HR, but the link for the survey will be in the notes of the podcast. So if you listen on Apple or Spotify, or if you watch on YouTube, just go to the notes uh, that we, the episode notes, and you'll see the link for that help for the force survey. Most definitely keep pushing us beard, man. Maybe one day I can have my my beard on there, beard growed out before I retire, man. It might be a little spotty, <laughs> but you know what I mean? It might be a little spotty, man, but, you know, I shall grow it, though. So if they open up beards, you you going to get one? Oh, man, this thing going to be – it's probably going to grow that much, man, but it's going to – yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm growing it, man. I'm growing <laughs> that bad boy, yeah. man. The beard, yeah. the hair, everything, man. I'm letting it go. God, the hair. I, I'm bald. I can't. I, well, yeah, don't worry about that. Me. Don't you worry. You, you gonna it's have one of those. You gonna have one of those. Uh, those, that 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 picture you saw, man, with Shaq, man, with the little <laughs> with the burn. <laughs> nah, the burn. I can't, can't do that. Oh, and then man. also on uh, my Navy HR, it's they sharing a selection board video. We put it on a Facebook page to uh, PTSF podcast. So if you're not following us on PTSF podcast. On Facebook, go, uh, just search PTSF Podcast and follow us on Facebook. That's the same for Instagram, TikTok, every social media outlet we're on there. Um, but check it out. It's a selection board video. It's going over the selection board process and just how, like, how they, it's a really quick video overview of how it goes down. You know, it's, I think it's like about five minutes or six minutes, not yeah. long at all. It's yeah. just an overview about how it goes down to give you some more understanding. And then the My Navy HR, the videos, they getting better, man. Yeah, I agree, man. They they are they are putting out um way more info, you know what I mean, now. So I have to give them some love too, man. Like I'm really like I be, I probably like don't be on uh back when they had NPC, back in all that when it was all like that. Um Yeah. Now I feel like I'm always on <laughs> 
on Navy HR looking at something, you know what I mean, what they got going on, what's this, what's that. Um, and mostly because I th- I'm trying to stay updated too, though. You know what I mean? Mostly, yeah, my, mostly, my Navy, but, yeah. but it's a good tool, man. I like it. My, my Navy HR is legit. It's super yeah. legit. It's, it's, uh, they doing a lot of stuff and they, it's modern. It's modern. It's, it's like, you know, it's for the, you know, the modern sellers for yeah. young people. It looks like, it looks like something we want to watch. It's not the same kind of Sesame street style movies. I know you remember them Sesame yeah, street yeah. type. Like what are definitely. we doing, man? Yeah, I agree, I, man. But, like but, I'm, I'm still, but, I'm, but I'm still having the issues with going through all that stuff, though, man. I'm so, I was so used to the NPC and all that stuff now, man. It's like, I got to, you know, figure that shit out. Oh, the drop down. Yeah, all that stuff. Thing man. With the yeah. other drop down, man. Yeah, 21st man. century. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm just cool. You'll figure it out, man. Like I yeah. said, man, that 30, 35, what, 45 and up crowd, man. It takes, <laughs> takes a while for you guys, but, you know, you'll Take figure it bit, out. Yeah, sooner or later. <laughs> Sooner or later. Hey, Damon is not 45. His audience, <laughs> his core audience is 45 and up, man. The the the, the uh sunglass guys, man. That's oh the name of your that's the name of your that's the name of your your audience. The Big shots guys, out to the man. sunglass guys, man. Big <laughs> shots out, man. Shit. I'll let you boy. Hey, but it, it's that time. It's about that time, man, to do what we love most. Oh, um, yeah. one of the things we love most, and that's um reading citation. For for one of our our personal heroes, our fallen heroes. All right, man. This one right here is a pretty special one I got today, man. Uh, he was a cook, a third class, um, and his name is Doris Miller, right? So I know everybody probably heard of this guy's name on on a lot of movies, but I'm gonna get right into the uh, citation for distinguished devotion to duty, extraordinary courage, and dis- disregard for his own personal safety during the attack on the fleet in Pearl Harbor territory of Hawaii by Japanese forces on December 7, 1941. While at the side of his captain on the bridge, Miller, despite enemy strafing and bombing, and in the face of a serious fire, assisted in moving his captain, who has been mortally wounded, to a place of greater safety, and later manned manned and operated a machine gun directed energy directed at enemy Japanese attacking air fo- aircrafts until ordered to leave the bridge. So uh, already though, like, like again, this is a guy that put his life on the line for somebody else, right? That that's the biggest take I take, a, I take from this man. Like, you know, he's your CEO. Now it's like, Hey, I'm going to save this guy's life. You know what I mean? I'm gonna put my life in danger to to do that. That's what um, he did, man. You cannot. That's that's the like somebody who has done that, man, in their life, in the heat of the moment, not really even thinking, just doing. Um, is most definitely a hero. And um, I'm gonna say this, and 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 he has the navy. This is the navy cross, right? But also um, this year. August the 25th um, was a start of the construction of the new CVN 81 um, class aircraft carrier named after uh, Doris Miller. So nice. right there, man, that's a big deal, man. Uh, actually, the first, I think, none is he the first non-president? No, actually, he's not the not non-president, uh, but he's the he's the first something. I had looked that up. He's the first something. I read about it earlier. 
But yeah, man, big deal. Doris Miller, man. Uh, ultimate sacrifice hero in everyone's eyes, man. When uh, when was the first time you heard about uh, Doris? Like, when was the first time you were impacted by that story? Um, Actually, man, like, I, I tell you, we we had, I guess I was impacted uh, from the story, right? So you, you, I saw the, you look at the movies, right? You see him in it, you, oh, that's, then you say, oh, man, that's, that's, that's the guy they be talking about. But what I really got impacted by it was in, um, uh, uh, when we do the Black History Months, mm-hmm. right? And his story came up a couple times when I have, um, um, been part of Black History Month. So that's when it kind of, kind of felt it a little bit doing that, man. How about so you? So the movie, the movie was uh, Pearl Harbor, right? Yeah, Pearl Harbor. So for me, I didn't, I didn't watch that movie for a long time. I don't think I've ever watched the full movie. I heard it was like not good. I heard it was a bad movie, yeah. like disgusting. But um, so I ain't watch it. Um, I'll probably watch it one of these days. Hopefully, somebody that listens could tell me that it's worth watching, and I could watch it. But um. <laughs> I stayed when I was in when I first got to my first command. I want to say when I when I got to my first command, we stayed in housing. We stayed in um, the barracks, mm-hmm. and the name of my barracks was called Miller Hall in, in Norfolk, Virginia. Okay, so you know on the um, somewhere in the building, it tells you you know the whole namesake story. Yeah, and that was about uh, Doris Miller. And I, you know, I read it. And the moment I read it, so this without seeing no imagery, movies, none of that stuff, I just read the the thing, and I'm like, damn, oh, this dude was legit. Yeah, he was a CS. Yeah, and he manned up, you know, guns in a time of war. Like he 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 manned up guns and he starts shooting at enemy, you know, jets, enemy planes, and stuff like that. So I like enemy planes. He starts shooting at enemy planes. So automatically, I was like, damn. He was a CS. And to me, for me, like, I don't know why I think this, but for me, the CS is further away from, like, man and a gun than an EM would be. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like, than an electrician. Yeah. You know, I, I honestly, I think the CS is, like, the furthest rate away from a man and man and a weapon. And that's my thought. I know that they yeah. stand watches, aren't watches, and, you know, and, and stuff like that. But when I'm first joining the Navy, my thought is, like, the cook on a ship is the furthest person away from ever thinking that they would have to, you know, hold a gun, shoot a gun, something like that. So for, for that to happen was just crazy. And I was inspired at that moment, you know, and I'm like, man, if this dude could do this, then I know, you know, when it's time to, you know, for me to have to do something, I'm going to have to step up. And things like that is the reason why we, (laughs) why we read those citations. Yeah. Uh, and I always, you know, I'm, I can't keep talking about that every time we read a citation. Like, this is why we do it. But yeah, things like that, that is why we do is it. That's why we do it, though. We, we, you know? We, yeah. Because it's a CS forward. out there that, you know, might not know. Like, hey, if it go down, I might have to, you know, arm up. Or I might have to grab this gun and shoot. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to be ready for that. Yeah. But I, I tell you this, man, that what I did, like, and, and I know we talk about, you know, the citations all the time, but it's no doubt if shit hits the fan that every single sailor uh, on board that aircraft will do the same thing. I really do think that, man. And I, I and I say that because um, hopefully we never be put in a position, you know, to do anything like that. But I have confidence, man, that that people will will put their lives on the line, man, 
and I and I say that because we've been in fires, we've been in flooding, we've been in that stuff on board a ship. And I've seen people that I didn't even think that would be doing anything that get down there and help out uh, when it when it's time time is um in the crunch, man. But it's different when I'm talking about a small leak, when I'm talking about a small trash can fire or whatever. We talking about bullets flying and things like that, man. So it's hard, man. But do I do I think? You know, sailors will do it. Yes, I think that sailors are, are get down and do what they got to do. But you think every single sailor on a ship well, would man a gun and shoot at enemy planes? Well, hold, well, let me back. Let me backtrack that story. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, let me back that. I ain't saying every every sailor because that's that's a huge deal right there. What, 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 what Doris Miller did, man, and trust me, everybody's not doing no shit like that. I know that for a fact. Um, but do I think? Uh, some I'm gonna say some sailors go 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 over and beyond. Yes, I do think that man. Um, because people out there are like that, man. People actually do care about other people and their safeties and things like that. Uh, but what these guys do when we call them heroes because they went over, you know, and beyond of their duty, right? My duty is to pro- to protect the ship. So yes, if you got to fire someone that ship, that's kind of my job. You know, mm-hmm. this guy is a CS. You know what I mean? He's a cook. Yeah. You know what I mean? His job ain't to go man nothing. You know what I mean? He ain't going to man, man no no gun, no weapon, no nothing. You know what I mean? But if some jump off in the galley, you expect him to do something in the galley, right? Yeah. We talking about bringing his captain to safety, and we talking about shooting at the enemy, right? That's a whole different ball game when I say I think people will, will do things on the ship. But do what Doris Miller did is a whole nother, you know, ball game. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I mean, that's yeah. legit. I mean, that's what elevates somebody to that level where people yeah. talking about you years and years and years and years later. And, and get you aircraft get, you carrier. Get ships and you get yeah. buildings named yeah. after you. That's what that's what elevates you to that level. Uh, do you think that the percentage of sellers that will step up is higher than the percentage of sellers that won't step up? Ooh, that's a good question, man. I don't know. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no right now, man. I think mm. the, the the percentage will not step up, man. And that's yeah. just that just that just how I feel about it. If anybody out there feel differently, please put it in the feed, man. Let us know. I feel differently, actually. I, I actually feel differently. You I think, think it's like seventy thirty. Yeah, seventy thirty like will. Yeah, yeah. I think like seventy yeah. percent of the people gonna do their job. If, if it ain't seventy thirty, it's sixty five. 45, 60, 40, something like that. But it's 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 like uh 65, 40, that, that can't be right. 65, 35. But um <laughs> I had to correct myself. So it could be like 65, 45. But um <laughs> but uh I, I think I think that it's a higher percentage of sellers that's plugged in that's gonna do their job when it's time to do your job. Um that wait, wait, knows hold on, enough. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Now I agree with the 70 30 when it comes to people doing their job. I'm to doing a job, yes. I'm talking specifically, talking specifically like specifically mad at the gun and shoot. Yeah, down. yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I don't know uh, about don't that, know. but yeah, doing a job, yes. I think I think most definitely it's a higher percentage of people doing a job. I do think that. Yeah, somebody. I mean, I, I I know you get these stories where you know it's like people ran at a mess when things got rough and stuff like that. Um, I would hope not to be on a ship like that. I mean, what happens if you a junior seller? You're in a division and you find out your chief, your divo, they ran to the mess the mess X when the going got rough. Mm, mm, mm. What can you do? I don't 
Well, well like, you still could, like, when they talk about the Navy pride and the ethos and all that, like, yeah. you still, you still able to, like, respect that, listen to that? Hey, man, I'll I tell you one thing, man, and I know this, me personally, man, for my job, because my job is kind of for casualties and things like that. I don't know if I'll make it, man. On the ship, if something really, like, popped off and happened, because I'm there, man. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, probably, I, like yeah, I probably ain't going to make it, yeah. man, cause, <laughs> yeah. because I know I'm going straight, whatever, I'm going where straight that, to right? it. I'm going straight to yeah, it, man. Where is that? Yeah. So now, but, now, but what happens if you if you if a leader of yours, though, you see that person running high, you know, mm-hmm. and then y'all do survive, like, you know, then y'all at muster maybe a couple months later and they talk about leadership, they talk about Navy pride and <laughs> shit. <laughs> What's up? Like, man, what are you, you, you thinking, uh, man? You know, dude, man, I'm going to tell you, you need to transfer, man. You put your face yeah, away. Like, I, need, <laughs> I need to go to another division, you gotta man. Go, like, man. You got to Can't work man. for you, man. That's what we in the military to do, man. We yeah, in the military man. for those yeah. moments, man. Like, yeah, we do our jobs. And I'm an electrician. Yeah. You're a damage controlman, which is more in the fight already, yeah. being a damage controlman. But I'm an electrician. Like, But when it go down... I got my job to do, you know, and if <laughs> if it go down and I'm like staring at a leader that like ran to go hot, yeah, can't look at you the same, yeah, man. I don't know, I don't know what to do, man. I don't know. What I, to do. I remember I had a Charlie Fire. <laughs> I had it. We had a Charlie Fire at one of my commands, man, and like <laughs> the person I work for, I, I wasn't in charge. The person I work for, they froze, man. Mm. Mm, mm. <laughs> they froze on a, on a Charlie, man. A little bit of white smoke, a uh, little bit of white smoke seeping out of a controller, man. It was happened to be a generator, but a uh, small generator. They froze. I was like, yeah, "Yo, man. get out the way!" Yeah, man. I tell <laughs> you what. I, I tell you what, man. <laughs> I had the CEO, one of my CEOs, tell me tell me this story before, man. Like when I I had, I was out for like a couple of months, man. I don't want to get into too many details. Somebody try to figure this out. But I was yeah, out, yeah, say, a couple yeah. couple months or whatever, and um, we had another guy that was, you know, running the show while I was gone, and I guess they had a, a, a incident on board the ship, uh-huh. and uh, when they come, when he when he came down to, you know, to get the report or whatever, he saw the guy in there that that was doing my job, that was doing my job. So yeah, when he got in there, first thing he got in the door, he asked him, it was the the casualty was going on. He asked him, he say. Hey, what, what are you doing? Where would just think with it this for a second? Where would senior leggings be like right now? And he asked him that, man. Like, where would senior yeah. leggings be at right now? And the guy was in CCS, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was in there, you know, yeah. I guess waiting and listening and stuff. And he asked, like, yeah, where would senior that leggings That bird's eye view, man. Yeah. That's what CCS for. Is yeah, that man. Bird's eye view, baby. Yeah. Do I should, you should I go? Fight. Should I go or should I not go? Yeah, go look. I got six screens. Man. So I'm yeah, sure man. Good. Yeah. Uh, we we had an emergency underway on this uh, on on my first ship. We had an emergency underway, and uh, me and my boy, uh, actually my one of my, my, my actually my business partner, we 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 were trained for like aft steering. So this yeah. was a long time ago. I was like EM three, EM two. We had an emergency underway, so we got to run down, you know, aft steering, get the ship ready to go. The, it was a couple officers down there with us, and this is not a not going officers. It's not not going jails at all. But in that moment, they froze, man. They, mm. The captain got over to one of them seas, cursing. He's like, we got to get the fuck underway. We got to get out of here. The shit was like slapping on the pier. It was like the wind's crazy. And we left like a third of the uh, crew um, on the shore. But when we got down the steering, man, the, the JOs that was down there with us at the time, 
Man, they ain't they forgot how to dial into the net. <laughs> Yo, what the <laughs> hell? They forgot how to dial, man. I took that, I took the phone so fast, man. I said, hey son, I'm gonna have to take that. I took the phone, I dialed into the net, we rogered up. Wasn't no uh Dex Seaman, no boatswain's mates down there. It's just me and uh, uh EN. So we, you know, we manned up everything, all the equipment, and we 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 got ready, we got the ship on the way. I was happy, man. I was <laughs> Let's like, go. And okay. then I was happy because it was just a third of the ship on board. Like, it was a lot of people. I think at the time, like, my LPO wasn't there. <laughs> There's a lot of people that wasn't there. So it was like, you, you might stand more watch, but it was like way, like, so much freedom, man. Yeah. But things like that happen. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And you have to be ready. I've seen people freeze. I've seen people that you wouldn't expect to step up, step up. So you got you got to be ready. A lot of people. I always see people from supply step up. Actually, oh like, yeah, I'm gonna get yeah, supply yeah. a little yeah. shout out. Hey, you know what else though? While we, while we talk about stepping up, man. Hey, if you guys got any good stories after like somebody who froze or somebody who stepped up, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, send us send us some information, man. Let us talk about it, man. Because I know some people out there that done some great things out there, man. I know some people out there that be like, what? What did he do? He did what? Yeah. So yeah. hit us up, man. Let us know what's up. I try my best not to talk about the people that froze like too specific because yeah, too. like some of them might listen. <laughs> and it's just a story. It's not nothing yeah, you know, personal so, to you. Yeah. But, I, you know, I know if I froze, that would be lingering in the back of my head. Like every quarters I do for the rest of my career. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, but, hey, I want to know one more thing. I, hey, so if you do think... <laughs> Dumbo is talking about you. How let us, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Send a message to the show, man. Whatever you guys want to uh, do, man. Uh, the name of the show is Permission to Speak Freely, man. You can come on here anytime. And and, 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 and if you don't think he's telling the story correctly, let us know, man. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> hey, speak, speaking of that, right? Speaking of that, that's why I do. I would love to have some neutral parties. Um, I, I, I realize, like, you know, because we talked to FCA1 last week. Uh, seller that you know work with us and experience a lot with us and I, I i hate when our conversations start to get to like uh personal think Indeed. personal because we did like because yes, we did yeah. good stuff we did some good stuff so i kind of i like it's like i almost i want to i want to hear as messed up as it sounds but i want to hear that seller that had some bad experiences and like went through some stuff and they ain't have a couple good people around to help them. I and mean, we had some, we had some good chiefs in our mess, uh, you know. So, and I know we were personally involved, you know. So whenever it started, you know, whenever the stories started to get like, hey, when I was going through this, you helped me. When I was going through this, yeah, you helped me. They good stories, but I I like to be neutral, um, and yeah. I I don't want to sound, be sound like a hero or oh, yeah. somebody who did some, you know. Yeah. Uh, that's why a lot of times the stories I do tell on here, they like the times I fucked up, <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Just to kind of, but I, I, it's just something that I go through in my own head. Like, I just don't, you know, don't want to sound like the guy that like is always there or whatever like that. Yeah, I feel you. So, yeah, I don't know how you, you know, how you feel about Same way, man. You know, same way. I mean, um, yeah, most of the stories we had, we had on here, like people who know us personally know how we get down. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I rather have a, some neutral parties too, man. That we could talk yeah. to it and and find out, the, you know, what's going on. Yeah, get there, some man. stuff, some, some you know, some debate. Yeah, yeah, some debates going, stuff like that. Because you know, talking to the sellers that we actually dealt with, we were there in those times. You know, yeah. like hey, you know, when I didn't get mad, y'all were there. Like, yeah. so we were there. So I'm, I am looking forward to like, uh, I, I think I got somebody lined up, and I think we're gonna have a real good, r- r- real good podcast with them. 
Um, but because because he gonna get into some stuff and he don't know us, you know, personally nice. he I don't really know us already. that well. So yeah, yeah, and that's a good thing because he don't know us. Yeah. Uh, but that was a great episode, man. Uh, with FCA one, I listened back. Uh, I listened back to it. Uh, I really appreciated uh, having her and stuff like that. So I can't wait to talk to some more E six and below sellers. I can't wait. And then if yeah. if, if <laughs> no, I ain't gonna say that. I was about to say, man, if you guys heard the stories and and then you know um, and want to add to something we was talking about, please do, man. Like we had some, it's some good stories on there with, with FCA one. You know what I mean? I'm sure a lot of you guys out there remember it or saw it or or have a story that's similar to it. Um, yeah, man, speak up, man. Like I'm not gonna talk too much about the LPO thing no more, man. All the, the back the backlash I'm getting from you know the LPO thing, man. So I'm probably gonna stay away from that, man, <laughs> for a little while. But you know what? I take that back. Every person come on gonna have to talk about this this story. I will nah, make we, sure we gonna wear we gonna, we gonna wear, wear them this, out, man. This, we gonna wear our we gonna wear man. our listeners out, man. They gonna be like, man. Yeah, and and I'm and I'm doing this. it because I know you know that I'm seventy five percent right. Another thing about our episode I noticed when I listen back to it is uh, my prefixes, right? Uh, oh, yeah. I say he, his, him a lot, right? We both he, do. His, him we, a both, lot. we both do. Yeah. And um, if anybody's affected by that, first off, uh, my first thing is to apologize. And my second thing is to try to do better, right? Yeah. Um, and nobody told me, like, this shit ain't coming from them. I ain't get no email, no message from somebody. This from myself. Like, I'm like, hey, in our scenarios, we got he, him, his... And all of that, uh, not she, her, hers, and stuff like that. So I will myself uh, try better. And you probably, listeners, yeah. nobody probably even noticed this shit. Yeah. But I noticed it. So I'll do, I'll, me personally, I'll do better with my prefixes um, yeah. to make sure that I'm inclusive in the way that I'm talking and what I'm talking about. And same for me, man. I do better also because I know I do it a lot now. But I do know. From where where I started, I am getting better, but I know I'm not quite there yet. Because like when I'm talking to sailors, I try my best to always say he or she. You know, anything I say. But I do know once I get the ramping on and going and going and going, yeah. you know, I most definitely won't slip up and say he and or something like that. Or even say she yeah. and don't say he or whatever the case may be. Yeah, like it just sometimes just flow in a conversation, yeah. you know, because yeah. not every LPO is a guy, not every chief or captain is a guy so they things that you know we got to kind of keep you know keep in mind so it's pfa season right yeah man i'm i'm i'm, I'm pretty it, pumped up yeah did you do it already no i think we doing it the week before thanksgiving or something like that mm, i'm doing mine next week man good 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 man get that thing knocked i'm down, probably man. gonna do like a 20 the planks don't count so i'll probably do like a 20 second plank man mm, nah, i'm a, i'm a <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and do that three minute man. Three still three, count, man. Three minutes. I'm gonna give him twenty seconds. I remember man. when that message came out and said three minutes, man. I got right down there and held that thing. Did it easy, minutes, man? I, I hey, so, do it. I ain't got no issue. Hey, so uh, if you are listening and you planning on doing like a twenty second plank, don't uh, do the best that you can. Do the best that you can because they they're trying to baseline this thing yeah. um, and figure out. Uh, what they what we actually can do can't do so those numbers might you know they might roll to twenty seconds <laughs> like so don't so so don't go down there and just do the the worst you could do just because you know it's not going to count yeah. against you this this PFA uh, yeah. do do your best so we could kind of get a baseline yeah. uh, with that because I, I found out they use like some of the like most fit people to to, to do yeah, these things man. Like, <laughs> to figure out what we could do they use some of the most fit people I feel like they, we should have done. 
I mean, I'm probably gonna have to get in here and do this survey myself, the the health of the uh, for, force uh, survey, because I feel like we should have used like different people, like yeah. the most fit person, and then this category, this category, this category to kind of even out what the baseline was already. Yeah. But I mean, somebody just snatched up whoever they could find real quick. Hey man, do a plank. Dude yeah. probably did it for like five minutes. Yeah, man. You know, yeah, hey, that, you in shape. hey, that that plank hit differently at forty five seconds. I can tell you that right now. You got to yeah, dig yeah, deep at forty five yeah. seconds, man. Yeah, <laughs> you got to start digging. Stomach under your shoulders mm, start jumping yeah, and vibrating. Man. Yeah, man. That's an embarrassing moment. You can't and control it. The, look, the fact that your hands. So you know, when I was quarantined and I started practicing a plank, and my hands. So if you watch it on YouTube, you can see my hands, but. My hands were like this on a on a on a deck, and then I like so I I worked my way up to like the three minute plank. I actually was doing the three minute plank, yeah, yeah. like that. And then somebody was like, "Yeah, you know, you know, with the plank, your hands can't touch. Mm. It's a different plank. Yeah, <laughs> the plank where your hands not touch it is a different plank. Yeah, you know. So I was like, all right, let me try it. It, it shouldn't take that much uh, off my yeah. plank. It took a whole lot off yeah. my plate. Because it you can kind of curl, you can kind of curl. When you put them hands together, you can kind of curl that body up a little bit and keep it real still. You know what I mean? But when you yeah. take your hand apart, it's like, yeah, it's, like, yeah, it's a different yeah. ball game, man. Yeah, but you know what else? A, you know what else in this one? I don't know if you noticed it or not, though. You probably did, though. But the push-ups, mm-hmm. your legs don't have to be together no more. Mm. Dude, that is a big deal, man. I'm telling you, because now your body is way more stable. Because the push-up, yeah. your legs are way in. Now you can stable. If you push your legs out, you can stable your body a little bit better, man, to knock those push-ups out. So read up on that, man. I, I we, we were talking about it in the office, man, um, about yeah. your legs don't have to be together no more. Well, my legs will not be together, and I haven't been practicing push-ups. So much. I found out that my minimum is like 41 at my age. Oh, yeah, yeah, push-ups yeah, at my age. Yeah, push-ups ain't no you know, big deal. So I'm going to get the half of that and be hurting. I'm gonna get the half half well, of forty one. I'm gonna struggle. Well, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna. I don't know about this anyway. You know, I gotta keep it on that excellent. You know what I mean? Because of that, you know, you can skip that other one type deal. You know, what yeah, I mean? so yeah. I gotta. I gotta keep it there. Anybody ever make a deal? With this this to the listeners. Anybody ever make a deal with yourself? Like, hey, I'm gonna just get the excellent next time. <laughs> I would get. Hey, I tell That's you what. He's like, yo, like they hey. try. You try to act like it's because of the seasons. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna do both of these PRTs because when I get my excellent, I want to take that December yeah. uh, PFA off. Yeah, oh man. man, you just can't do you it. Can't do it, man. <laughs> hey, I, I, I ain't made no deals like that. But what I have done before is, is like normally I can, I knock out what 98. You know, used yeah. to do curl up sit ups. We used to do right. I used to do them 98, right. And that, but what about by two years, two three years ago, man? I got freaking to that uh, that eighty mark, man. I was like, man, I'm forty years old now, man. <laughs> Why yeah. I'm doing ninety eight? I'm doing ninety eight freaking curl ups, man. Like you know what I mean? I don't got to do ninety eight no more. So yeah. nah, they just yeah. you know you can max, but it's cool. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a, like like I'm, I'm the guy. I'm gonna get my excellent next time. You yeah, know, I'm gonna do these two. I'm gonna get my excellent. Yeah, <laughs> I saw a dude at the command, man. We was at some training. This dude said he lost like like thirteen pounds in like six days. Right? He was talking to like an HF captain. She got she was like what. <laughs> <laughs> she started giving him like nutrition. He's like, I'm, I'm, trust me, I'm good. I'm good. He's like, What are you eating that night, man? No. Like, I lost 13 pounds in like six days. 
Like, yo, when don't do that. <laughs> like, when it start getting to that point, it's a problem, man. But um, with, with the new PFA, we got the new tracksuits, right? Yeah, man. New tracksuits. If you don't know, uh, mandatory uh, buy, the mandatory have option was uh, one October. Uh, one October, so that would have been Friday. Yeah. If you listen to this podcast on Monday, that would have been Friday. So you need to have that tracksuit. Yep. In um, your sea bag, the whole nine. Um, yeah, man. I, I've been had it since it came out, though, man. I love that thing, man. Yeah. I love that. A lot of people suit. don't. A lot of people don't know um, that. Didn't know. I, I saw people put out a other uniform, thinking that, that 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 they were getting the right uniform. So yeah, um, it's definitely the tracksuit uh, um, that you need. I saw people getting that Forge by the Sea, the performance uniform, um, thinking that that was the one that was mandatory by one October. It's not. It's that tracksuit. So you need to have it. You know, it's not mandatory wear. It's an optional wear, but you definitely need to have it. Yeah, most definitely. All right. All right so I got a question for you, man. Yeah. Um, do you need acknowledgement, like, when you do things? Do I need acknowledgement when I do things? No. I don't need acknowledgement like somebody telling me I'm doing a good job or something. I don't need that type of acknowledgement. Um, but sometimes, like, for... Um, what makes me feel good anyway is when a junior sailor or somebody comes say, Hey, thank you, uh, senior for doing that, that type of acknowledgement or whatever yeah. you've done. I kind of like that because that tells me they know I'm trying to look out for them. You know what I mean? So they can look out for me and, and, and work like, you know what I'm saying? Like do they, do they job also? So other than that though, I don't know. I don't need nobody, no coming up to me and say, Hey, good job. I don't need that type of stuff, man. I don't personally. Maybe when so I was that, younger, maybe when I was younger coming uh-huh. in, you know, it may have been a little bit different. Somebody would give me a pat on the back, say, hey, you did a good job. Maybe that's something I need to keep feeding me to keep working hard. I, I got that. But as you start mm-hmm. doing stuff for a while, too, though, man, it's kind of like you don't, you, you're trying to hope your guys get that type of knowledge, but not necessarily you. Right. So I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you a little story that I had. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we did a, we we had a we did a wounded warrior and if I mean this is a direct story so if you was on my last ship you know about it it's a direct story so I'll be a little bit direct here but we did a wounded warrior uh, run right wounded warrior battalion run uh, we did two of them I'm gonna th- I'm gonna talk about the first one first right so the first one we did it was like MWR committee you know we grouped up with the Marines um, um, and they and they, they had a special connection with our ship. Right, with, with Rafael Peralta, I think their uh, their battalion or something was named after him as well. So, well, they were named after his old uh, team or something like that, right? But we did a run with these guys, and the CO at the time was like, you know, that was something that he was all about. Like he was super excited about the run. He was a fit, you know, a fit a fit guy too. So he was into running and doing some stuff like that. So we did the Wounded Warrior Battalion run, and it was successful. You you were you yeah. there for that? Yeah, um, I'm trying to think. I'm so, not sure. Um, I don't know if you were there or not, um, but I know the team that I was on, we won. Like, we won the run. We did well. Um, the news was there. They actually did a local news story on it. It was a great event. Uh, the Marines, like, everybody worked into it, like, really, really well. I know you were at the second one. Oh, yeah. I was, yeah, yeah. Um, I know you was at the second one. Yeah. But everything happened, went off without a hitch. Great. Like, super structured, detailed event. Everything went off without a hitch. Good. Cool. Uh, the next year... We wanted to do one again, right? And um, 
the schedule and always like sometimes when it comes to like events and stuff, I always look at captains. Like uh, I wrote like down them like my notes. I always look at captains like like Steve Jobs. Like a CEO might say like, "Hey, I need a way to get a hundred thousand phone uh, songs inside your your cell phone." And like it never happened before, ever before. And, mm-hmm. and you like, okay, <laughs> we gonna do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then you leave that captain and you go scramble, try to figure out what the fuck, how the fuck to do this thing. Like, oh, I'm gonna grab you, you, you. We gotta put a hundred thousand phone uh, songs in this phone. And people are like, how? He's like, oh, we gotta do it. You know what I'm saying? So, so I always think like that. Like uh, sometimes, like you know, they can have like really big ideas, and then they give them to like us, and like we gotta figure out, you know, yeah. how to do these ideas, right? No, I mean, if I was a captain, I would be the same way. I would, if I was in that position, I would have really big ideas as well. So it's no, it's no flat. Um, but however, so this next year, we had to do this wounded warrior. We wanted to do another one, right? The second one, which was a little harder for us because the schedule was much different. Like the schedule was super different. Um, we, we were like trying to squeeze it in between like two underways, some craziness with the schedule. I forgot the whole thing, but I know the scheduling was harder. All right. So that was the first thing. <laughs> the second thing was the Marine battalion that we did it with. <laughs> they didn't want to do it that year. Like they had a scheduling issue too. So they had some problems in doing it as well that year. So to get them to do it was like a fight. You know, but it was a fight that, you know, we would never really tell the captain about how hard of a fight it was. You know, it's just like, hey, sir, we having like a hard time, you know, getting it, you know, and the captain would probably respond something like, all right, well, just, you know, you know, just keep pushing and let me know if, you know, if it's all the way, you know, you can't do it or something like that. But you never telling the captain like, hey, sir, these guys don't want to fucking do it. Like they yeah. don't want to do it. Yeah. Um, it's almost like we pulling their leg to do this shit. We begging them to do it. You 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 never gonna tell them that. You just gonna you know the best answer you could provide your captain. You know what I'm saying in the most professional <laughs> kind of manner. Yeah. So we you know we trying to put this thing together, talking to different people, different captains, different people. They got issues. The day of you know we get there, they had issues. Like there you know there was something else going on. Like they had like a a a, a PT an actual PFA thing that they do. Uh, actual PT test that they do so it was it was bad but you know I actually this year I had done so much coordinating back and forth that I kind of knew the marine captain that you know I was talking to um like a lot closer than the last year because we were dealing with each other so much yeah you know so we went we met and you know he's like you know he's talking to us like on our side the ship side MWR like yo this would not have happened without y'all, man. Y'all kept pushing. I'm glad this happened. Boom, boom. So our captain comes and, um, you know, the news wasn't there this year. It was different. Like it wasn't yeah. as big as the last year where it's like the news wasn't there, but the captain comes and he's seems to be visibly like disappointed. Cause it wasn't like a lot of people there. Yeah. Like not a lot of people showed up. Yeah. And we kind of thought that with the scheduling and just the, kind of like the health of our crew at the time we didn't think that that many people were going to show up no matter what we you know try to do but it was pretty obvious like not a lot it wasn't the same hit that it was the last year not as many teams it wasn't as competitive as it was the marines wasn't out there as much we had this real crazy problem with bugs i I can't remember that story but i don't think the captain knew about the bug story but it's like, man, the MWR team, they pulled through. They got this thing done. They pushed. They worked real hard. They got it done. Um, at the end of this event, the captain gets up, right? And he thinks, 
<laughs> he thanked people for this event. And he thanks, I don't know if he remembers this, but I remember it. He thanked, like, everybody from the Marine thing, right? All of the people that, like, didn't want to do this event. You know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't want to do it. Like, MWR pushed to have this event because we were serving, like, in service of, like, RCO. And, and, and this was a special thing for RCO. He thanked, like, every fucking person that was a Marine. Like, every one of them. And he ain't say nothing about MWR. Like and that, I can't lie, man. Like I, I, I'm gonna be honest. Like that hurt. Like like well, that well, one. Well, let, let me say this though. Did it hurt because the work you guys put in and your team didn't get acknowledged? Not necessarily you didn't get acknowledged, but the team because those guys was working and you know he had to say personally you, but he had to say okay, acknowledge my team because we put some work in, right? Yeah, I, I ain't say me. I said the team. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, said yeah. the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I ain't yeah. even say me. It yeah, was yeah. the team. Like yeah. he, it, it, like it was like, I under, like on a on a on, I understand when I say I understand, I don't mean I agree with stuff, right? Yeah. So I understand that he had an issue with the amount of people that showed up. It should have been more. Could have been more. So he was probably disappointed. I don't even know if he naturally realized that he didn't thank MWR, <laughs> but he didn't. Like yeah. he thanked every entity except MWR. You know, I'm thinking, well, maybe like last release. I think we even gave some like stuff to sellers. I think, I know we had a reenlistment that year. I think sellers might've got that seller of the quarter awards, stuff like that. Yeah. But I just know that like, like he didn't think, and, and if I'm, if I'm wrong, if I'm forgetting, please, somebody please correct me. But I know that was, that was a tough one. I'm like, yo man, these guys put a whole lot of work in, and, and they probably, I don't even know if they knew hundred percent that the Marine battalion didn't want to do it that year. Yeah. You know, no knock on them. They had a crazy schedule and stuff too. You know, so so that one was that one. Yeah. Th- I can't lie, man. And like, normally, feelings... normally, normally, um, that happens though. Normally, CEO, that's one. That's part of his, you know, speeches, like saying, you know, I want to thank the MWR for putting this event together, type of stuff. So, yeah, yeah. man. And man. I mean, and, and he got to thank them. He got to thank them. But if you're yeah. a captain and you listening, man, don't forget. He has to thank the other people. You know, that's just a part of like uh, hospitality consideration stuff, right? You got to thank the other group of people. But if you're a captain and you're listening to this, don't forget about your team. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they put in work too. I know sometimes I've gotten up, and I'm again, it's not like a, a blame thing. I've received an award before or got something. Um, yeah. And uh, like, I was like, the first person I'm going to thank is my wife. That's the first person I'm going to thank. She's been there for me the whole time. Then I get up there and I completely forgot <laughs> to yeah. thank my wife. Yeah. yeah, I completely forgot to thank my wife. My teammate, the person that's with me, like I get, I get off from the podium and be like, hey, babe, I'm sorry. I, you know, I forgot, you know, I forgot to thank you. Um, well, and I don't know if you saw that movie, Malcolm and Maria or whatever, but that's pretty much what that was about. I tell you one thing too, man. Like, not to say the captain, whatever you know, did or whatever is good or bad, but I will say sometimes, man, you create an environment that that's the expectation. I mean, mm-hmm. the expectation is when I put your team on a job, I know it's going to get done. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But that's still, you know, not a reason to forget not to thank the team. But sometimes it gets like that, man. Like, hey, I know this guy will get it done. What's what do you expect? What I, you know, exp- he expects yeah, it's that like, yeah, to happen. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's standard business. Yeah. But yeah, don't forget because that 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 one kind of that was a tough one. 
Yeah. Uh, that was a tough one for her. So that's one that I had. I was like, it's my question's like, what's your feelings ever hurt? Like, that was one that actually did kind of hurt because it was like, yo, the team, they really did put a lot of work in. It might not seem like it um, because, of, like, not a lot of people showed up and it's an MWR event, but they really did put a lot of, you know, a lot of work in and that it didn't kind of go off like that. But, you know, it is what it is. So that one was tough. But, uh, you know, it's funny when you're doing MWR events uh, and you, you know, uh, are you doing anything? And, you know, it's something that, like, because you got your triad, right? So, it's you know, you got your CMC, your captain, your XO, whatever. It's funny when it's something that you know one of them want or two of them want, but, like, the other one don't kind of don't kind of care about, you know, because they be super supportive. Hey, it's whatever, you know, if the captain want to do it, <laughs> we there, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, uh, at other events, especially XOs, like, the XOs would be like, yeah, we could do this, 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 and, like, kind of add to some stuff. I guess it's for the MWR per- people that listen. But, um... The uh the the events that they like it's like hey, this ain't my event like I'm good they be like yeah. hands off like hey you know we just supporting the man you know we, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I I've come down talk to axos before they like hey what he say <laughs> what he say oh, he's like hey he said we gonna do this all right well you know let's go it's, the- it's nobody more loyal to me. Than the XO, like the oh, XO yeah. to me is the most loyal yeah. person on yeah. the shit, man. And I love, like, never, you know what, man? I love the XOs, man. I'm telling you right now, yeah, man. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and, and personally, a reason why I love the XOs is because they are my like lead when it comes to my training. I do it's the XO, right? So I always yeah. got a lot of interaction um, with the XO, and I'm, I'm gonna tell you this right now, man. You are so right. I don't care, man. You could come up there yeah. and you could say whatever you want to say, but when you leave there, it's gonna be what the captain said. Yeah, <laughs> what is yeah. the CEO? I mean, and you can you can have points too. You can have a freaking <laughs> you can have a paper written down. You can have percentages. You can have whatever the hell you want. But when you go leave out there, the same way you came in, <laughs> yeah, man. captain said do it like that. That's what's gonna happen? So. I mean, like unless it's safety, of- unless it's safety, and I'm not saying everything, but unless it's safety or anything like that involved, it's be different. But yeah, 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 not stuff. Of course, yeah, not yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Of yeah, course, yeah. right? Yeah, but XOs, because I, I, I've had XOs. I had, I had, uh, we had a strong XO on our ship, man. I've had XO walk me up to you know CEOs, CEOs yeah. uh, with some stuff before, like, hey, sir, this. You know, we need you and the XO to come up and walk walk us yeah, in yeah. there oh, and yeah, be yeah. the best person at, you know, explaining it. But just, I'm talking, like, the little small, like, kind of stuff, like the little low-hanging fruit stuff, the XO will be like, man, it's whatever, you know, whatever he want to do, man. Hey. CMC, you know, CMC would be the same way, man. I got so many good stories, though, man, from the XO, man, my interaction, man. Like, I remember um, one of my COs put out before that, that um, hey, you have to twenty like you said it was seventy two hours before we run a drill. This package had to be signed, right? Mm-hmm. That was his thing. Seventy two hours, right? Mm-hmm. Three days. So I come in there to XO, and it's already past like forty eight hours, right? And I remember he told me one day. That, so he signs it, right? We talk about it. And boy, and his box was right before you walk out the door. So I know the the um, the YNs is gonna grab it out of the XO's box, take it to the CO, right? So on my mm-hmm. way out, I drop it in his box. Oh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> he told me to wait. Uh, uh-uh, uh, uh, uh. You need to take that up there, route that to the CO, <laughs> because you know you say you remember CO says seventy two hours. You gonna take that a 
up there <laughs> to get that side by the seal. <laughs> I remember it so funny, though, man. Like, uh-uh, you ain't going to drop that off in my box, buddy. Because I'm yeah. assuming they had these conversations. Like, they probably up there like, hey, you know, I told, you know, DCC they had this in the 72 hours. Oh, yeah, for and, sure. And look yeah, at this. Yeah, and look at me side this, man. So it's so funny. <laughs> but it was funny how EXO stopped me, man, because the conversation was over. We was done yeah. talking. He didn't sign the paperwork. And as I turn around, his box right there, man, I was like, whoop. <laughs> he said, no, no, yeah. no. He said, uh-uh, you need to walk that up there yourself, buddy. I said, yeah. all right, yeah. sir. It's funny, man. Yeah, I, I feel like I've been fortunate. I feel like I've been fortunate to have uh, triads uh, that I, like, understand. You know what I mean? Like, for the most part, I understand um, what they're trying to do. What they thinking about uh, XOs, COs, uh, CMCs, and then if I didn't understand it, I felt like I was fortunate enough to have a have triads, especially more recently on the uh, late on the last ships and stuff. As I got up bigger and rank higher in rank was to have a CO XOs that's transparent and then like uh, willing to explain things further. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Some of those things sometimes still take longer to uh, understand for like some of the, you know, junior sellers and stuff, but willing to explain things. See, I'm, I'm kind of like a buy-in person anyway. So it's, it's not going to take much for me to buy into, you know, the, 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 the thing just cause that's, yeah. you know, how I am. But, um, you know, so they can explain thing like one, one extra sentence is like, Oh yeah, I got it. You know, then another junior says, I still don't understand, you know, but you know, I've had like the CO come down to CCS and sit with us and, further explain some stuff or something like that so i always feel i feel like i've been fortunate enough to have triads that were able to um do that i was able to understand you know and like i said when i say understand i don't always mean agree but understand and if i understand you then i'm able to go out and i'm able to rally the troops and you know do what i have to do if i disagree but i'm still told that i had to go rally the troops i'm rallying the troops you know what i'm saying that's just how we that's just what we supposed to do, but I do like the fact that I can understand. Uh, yeah, and that's a good thing, man. That, that that's told. that's that's the good thing about it, though. Without with, with my past couple commands, man, is that you're right. The transparency, but this is the biggest takeaway I that I take away from the transparency is being like sailors always going to hear what they want to hear, right? That part yeah. of it, they not they never going to want to hear the full picture, but. When you're transparent with your chain of command, I mean, now you you actually like being a khaki. Hopefully, being a khaki, you know a bigger the bigger picture. Yeah. So yeah. you can be able to explain the bigger picture to your sailor. Because the only thing your sailor gonna do is say, "He said no." Now, the only thing he know they know is no. They don't know like yeah. the reasons behind that no, the why behind the no. So yeah. uh, that's a good thing. But I have also been. Uh, not as a, a, a chief, and though, and I have also been in commands back in the day where we just didn't get that info. Yeah, I mean, you know and I, mean? I think that's because yeah. yeah, and I think that's because the why in those years wasn't that important. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think a lot of CEOs, and I mean, it's good on them, and I commend them for understanding that these sellers and you know today they need a little bit more of an explanation. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm one of them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'm I'm of the a group that like we need a little bit more of an explanation yeah. like you know we not just run into the fire you know what i'm saying and like i said i'm easier to buy in you know what i'm saying so even if i get the whole because i said so yeah. i'm like coward like oh okay, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay because you said so let's go yeah. let's do it yeah. you know what i'm saying but, but like like but an explanation does help because it yeah. helps you understand stuff and it actually gives you real buy-in yeah 
Because you can't, like you can't, yeah, you're right. You can't stand up in front of sailors no more and say, do this because I said do it. That that time yeah, is no, over, man. That's that's that. <laughs> that that's over, especially when it comes for people following you. You know what I'm saying? Want to be, you know, want to follow you. So, yeah, man. Facts. Yeah, don't nobody want to hear that. Nope. But, yeah, um, we, I don't even think we intended to talk about triads. But uh, if you do have a team, uh, don't forget your team. I've done it. Um, it's been done to me. It doesn't feel good. So don't forget your team. Uh, so, hey, random question, man. Uh, did you ever you ever lived in a PPV? Military housing, right? Yeah, but the PPV. It's military housing, but it's different, man. The PPV is a different world, man. I want to say I have, but I'm not. So you got the uh, barracks, right? The barracks yeah. is like junior cellars. Like it's. You know, you go, the the room not that nice. You might have a common area, roommate, um, stuff like that. No, probably no oven, a microwave. You might have an oven. I don't know. They check you. They do inspections to make sure your room yeah. clean and all that stuff. That's the barracks. Yeah. Housing is you got a family. You can be age. Y'all, you know, got a housing. PPV is at a higher elevated level than any of these things. It's like you're a junior seller. You know what I'm saying? You're getting some partial kind of BAH to pay for, like, this apartment that you live in. Nah. I and it's a whole nother world, man. You ever been to a PPV? No. Nah. Oh, man. Look, if you're listening, I need somebody that lived in a PPV so we could talk about things that happen in a PPV. Yeah. Um, The story that I told on a podcast a long time ago about, you know, being me being in cuffs and being turned over to my uh, ship. Uh, that happened at a PPV, at one of the PPV parties, man. It's no party. I think the only thing equivalent to a PPV party would be like a Florida State party. Those PPV parties. So you figure you got all these junior sellers, like E5 and below, more yeah. E4 yeah. and below than E5 and below, working all week. Some of them got uh serve coming up. Yeah. Some of them got a 3M inspection. Some of them been underway all week. Woo! Right? They working all Woo! week. Ready. <laughs> so they got Friday and Saturday to party, man. Woo! I mean, not Friday. Yeah, Friday night, Saturday night to party. Maybe even Sunday because you might. I mean, some people might want to get ready for the week. Yeah. Some people don't. <laughs> so the PPVs, they start popping, oh, man. man. Friday nights. And I might right now I know I might sound like an old creep, but I'm talking about back in the day when I used to go to the PPV, when I used to live in the PPVs, because I had a room too. Fry everybody making queso. <laughs> everybody making a queso. They sell alcohol at the next at the PPV. For the most part, if you live where I lived at in Virginia, we had the uh we had the spread we had to spread out like houses. And then they had the high rise and the high rise is where the gym was at, where the alcohol and everything was at. And the high rise was where the parties happened, man. Like you could just leave your door open. There's been times like the door just was open. You could just walk in somebody PPV party. I mean, and that's 
Morale, man. That's that, that, <laughs> that shit base, man. Shit base right there. <laughs> one team, one fight. Oh, man. That's, man. that's one team, one fight, man. The yeah. PPV life. I just thought about it because one of my sellers was like, hey, see, y'all live in a PPV. And my head just like inside, <laughs> like not out on the side. I was like, PPV? Like, this is crazy. <laughs> like, like, I remember the PPV days because that took me back. PPV days were crazy. I know all my people from like day one, my ship that listen to this. Yo, we got some PPV stories, man. Look, I want to do an oh, by the way, full of just PPV stories, David, so you can hear like what happens. <laughs> At the PPV, yo, if anybody wants to guess or if everybody want to guess on one of our Oh By The Ways, let me know so we could just talk PPV lifestyle. Most definitely, man. man. I love listening you to know, those stories, man. To the captains that's out there listening, man, if you got sellers at the PPV, <laughs> just know they having a good time on the weekend. <laughs> just know they having a good time on might the weekend, Might be a little man. slow on Monday. Might be a little slow work day on Monday. You know? Don't forget to acknowledge them at the FWR event because they definitely <laughs> gonna be taking shots to that shit on oh, Saturday. Man. Yeah, <laughs> you heard about these booster shots, these Pfizer. Uh, yeah, man, I'm, I can't wait till they get out, man. I'm mean, most definitely get me one, man. I heard For about real? it. Uh, oh yeah, I'm. Gonna, you know what, man? Hey, the stuff that's happening, man. If it's if it's approved, I'm getting it, man. That's that's all that's all I'm saying, man. If it's approved, I'm probably gonna get it. And and I, I know I haven't read up on like the uh the directional you have to be vaccinated this long before you take it all this. I haven't did none of that stuff. But like six it, months. Six I got months. it right here. I got it right here. Sorry, sorry. Bro. Yeah, you good. A COVID nineteen Pfizer vaccine booster shot is available for people who completed that primary Pfizer vaccine series at least six months ago and meet at least one of the following criteria. 65 years and older, 18 years old or older who have underlying medical conditions, 18 years or older who live or work in high risk setting. So pretty much high risk setting, underlying medical conditions and 65 and older. That's the only you know yeah. reason why you why you would be having to take it. Yeah. But my my, my, my only thing is this, man, like, um, you know, I, I got the vaccine and stuff like that. Um, I, I got the vaccine. Mm-hmm. For my own, like, you know, personal reasons. But, like, how much more information and new developments, like, Man. this is my own thing. Yeah. Like, how much more information y'all going to keep telling me that I got to keep rolling with? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, every, like, we figuring this thing out. And I know we still figuring it out. But that, That's the that's the, the thing about it, though, man. I think we are still figuring it out. And it's like these variants, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's different variants and different shit. I think every time it's a new variant, they're trying to figure something else out. But you know, as people go on, man, we start, we do actually, as scientists and stuff, they start figuring this thing out. So I think as time go by, it's going to be some changes. That's my personal, that's my opinion. It's going to be some changes and, and we're going to do some other things because this is, I think this was something that was brand new. No one knew that much about it. And now we starting to actually figure more stuff out about it and i think that's why you see more stuff coming out and i know people don't want to hear that they they think we should know all yeah. the answers tomorrow but guess what we don't know all the answers tomorrow it takes time to figure all these medical things out but i think everybody doing a good job the scientists and stuff is doing a good job on trying to figure it out and 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 that's why i put my my hands at me i put my hands at, i put my myself with the scientists man you know what i mean i don't know i don't know i can't go up there and, and talk intelligent about the pfizer 
It's people who are smarter than me that is doing the job of talking intelligent about that. And it's people that's really intelligent to approve it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, uh, on that side of the world, it's, it's not me. So, I mean, I did not to say I heard the shots. Some of the shots been it didn't kill people and all this type of stuff too. That's that's a choice, man. That, that, that I guess a chance or whatever you have to take. I don't know, man. But yeah, I just think I think my personal thought is eventually, like y'all not gonna just keep throwing me new information. Like yeah. I get it, we figuring it out. Yeah. But like, figure some stuff out, man. Like, don't just keep throwing me new new things that now. Okay. Oh, now you gotta take a booster. Oh yeah. Now you need to take a boost. Like, all right, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm but we not, take I'm boosters for a freaking flu all day every year. Yeah, you take boosters for flu every year. Every year. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Like I'm the I'm the kind of person that I know it's not in sync. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna act like it is. Yeah. But uh, as far as yeah, I do. I don't got no issue taking a flu shot every year. Um, but this like every six months. You know what I'm saying? Then it's like all right. Oh no, no. Matter of fact, every three months. Like, <laughs> yo, how come? Like when you gave me this, John. That you know when you gave it to me, when you gave it to me, sorry, the Philly came out of me for a second. But when you gave this to me, how come you ain't tell me I was gonna have to take it every six months then? Because you didn't know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying you didn't they, know. They didn't know it's gonna <laughs> like, be a Delta variant either. Yeah, but we not taking a booster because of the Delta variant. We just taking yeah, a booster because we gotta take it. Yeah, but, but, but I'm saying is though we don't it ain't know even because the Delta. Variant. True, yeah. true, true. But I'm just saying though, it's things we don't know. That's that's that's. It's, I mean, it's some it's unknowns, even, man. It's some unknowns. Yeah, like, what if it's not even a different variant? What if it's a whole different vi- virus? <laughs> see, but now we just gonna yeah, name every virus COVID. Like now we just gonna name everything COVID. I mean, I, I don't want to get into the weeds with COVID because. <laughs> Because it's going to be crazy. I, I, I'm i vaccinated. I don't like COVID. I also don't like masks, but I wear my yeah. mask every time yeah. that I uh, have to because I'm following rules. Yeah. Right? I'm vaccinated um, that's also. That's my opinion on it. And I caught COVID, so. Yeah. I was sick as yeah, fuck, you, too. Yeah, you actually had it. Yeah. Yeah, you actually had it, man. It went down. Yeah, man. it went down, man. A little bit. Lost a little weight. Uh, I made it, yeah. though. Hey, so uh, Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller got an update on him, right? Yeah. What's going on with him, Dame? Well, man. Hey, oh, the uh he um he locked up now, ain't he? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I guess they put a they put a uh a gag order on him or something, man, and he came out and did did another little thing, man. Yeah. And um they got him, man. That's 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 I didn't I didn't see what he put out though. I didn't I didn't look at that, but I heard, that's what I read anyway. He put another put something out. When they put out a gag Yeah, order. he made another he made another video. Um, in it, I started watching it. It was a little different. I wanted to talk about it on a podcast, but uh, we had a guest or something. But the video was a little different than before. Um, I think he was speaking out about like things he could have done better, uh, as far as the first videos and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but I don't like. I said I ain't see it all. But um, again, uh, first off, this is for him. This is what he did, and him deciding to speak out came from like a personal place, right? Yeah. Um, and it also, when we talked the last time, we talked a lot about, you know, him disagreeing with the decisions. And we ain't really speak on the fact that his biggest issue was that people died. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that was one of the big reasons why he spoke out, because people died and he didn't personally um, agree that these people should have had to die. Yeah. Um, but um, so he he you know he was still putting stuff out. He violated the gag order, so now he's on the brig, and he's in the brig right now. As it stands, he's in the brig for uh, indefinitely until the case. Yeah, 
right? Until the actual investigation or the case happens, mm -hmm. until trial yeah. or whatever like that. So um, that could be three months. From what I read, that could be three months. That could be a year. It's people working to get him out. Um, yeah. I think he raised like uh, a lot of like uh, support from. He raised uh, more than one point eighty two million from um, supporters of Donald Trump. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But let me let me tell you. Let me, let me, I, I will say this though, man. <clears throat> it take a lot of courage to do what he did, you know, because he he knows. His rank, I think he was in 17 years. He knows the consequences of what he was doing. He know uh -huh. he knows something was going to happen about this. You, when you go against leadership in any type of way, it's possibly that something can happen to him. So I think he was mentally prepared for whatever. He had to be yeah, mentally yeah, prepared yeah. for for whatever was going to happen to him. So, but when you stand by for whatever you stand by, whatever you believe in. And you speak out on it. I have to give you, um, cur. I have to give you some love for that because you know something could happen, man. Like, but you spoke out anyway, so you gotta, you gotta give people, you know, like that some love, man. That's that. That's that moral courage that they teach about in enlisted leader development class about uh, just standing by your morals. Yeah. But um, I do want to get into his response to uh, the 1.82 million from the Trump supporters. Um, that, that, you know, they raised, he said, uh, president Trump, I was told by everyone to kiss the ring because of your following and power. I refuse. Well, I respect your foreign policy positions. I hate how you divided the country. I don't need or want your help. Mr. Shella wrote on Facebook on the weekend. So he, he doesn't want the help from the Trump supporters. Yeah. Well, I just want to note that uh, he said he's trying to distance himself as far away from that. He would rather sit in jail than receive help from the former president. Yeah. So Joe Marine Stewart Scheller has demanded the Trumps stop helping in his case, saying he would rather sit in jail than receive help from the former president. So that's the status of uh, Lieutenant Colonel Scheller. Right now he's in the break. It's like uh, pretrial confinement. So it's pretty much uh, indefinite. Yeah. Um, but his family and there's a lot of people working to get him, Gotta like, get him out, to yeah. get him out, Support saying him. that he, yeah, yeah, being supportive of him. His parents seem like he got good. Seem like he got you know some good parents as well. So they supporting him, saying that he don't, he shouldn't be in there. And it was personal, you know, saying that the unit that like the 13 uh, military members in a unit that was uh, killed were in the same unit that he was in at some point of time mm -hmm. as well. So it was like a super personal thing for him. And that was something that I didn't even know when I first uh, started listening to the story. Yeah. So, I mean, and that's pretty much all I have on uh, Lieutenant Colonel. Yeah, man. It's a good story though, man. I'm, I'm sure it's more, it's going to be more, more to follow uh, from this story. Um, but I know I'm going to be following it. You know what I mean? I, I love to see, you know, what's going to happen in, in the details and, and the thought process and all this stuff about about him, man. So it's a good story, man. Um, good story to follow anyway. That was, mm -hmm. You know, I'm also looking forward to seeing the response from the Trump, you know, organization about what he said. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I don't know if they're going to actually respond to it, though. Probably not. Probably not. 
Yeah, man. So um, I did have one, one. I had a question from the um, from my guys at work, man. So, you know, a lot of my guys at work, if you guys don't already know, they watch the podcast and talk about it. And we come in our office, we have some little debates. So uh, one thing about what was brought up to me and they wanted me to talk about, we're not going to debate this today or anything like that. But i like to get some feedback from um, the listeners um, to see should we debate this or should we talk about it. And it's the um, the DLPO, the Departmental Leading Petty Officer, right? Um, what I like to know is is it um, is it a thing, you know? Or do 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 I know my ships that I've been on before? I had one where he where the Departmental LPO was in the still in the division, and then I had it where the Departmental LPO was working for. Whoever the, the 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 top snipe was, because I'm an engineer, so whoever that was. Um, but either way, I want to know if it's a thing or it's something we should get rid of. Do they do they really have a a voice? You know what I mean? Or you know, um, I guess that's the biggest thing we was talking about, man. Like, how do you uh, justify the departmental um, LPO? Do we have to be senior? Do we have to be you know what? What makes you a departmental LPO? I mean, I guess if if you make the decision, it's going to be the senior person. Well, right? well, not necessarily. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's a lot of the, a lot of a lot of things depends on it. I'm assuming, man. But um, I'm not gonna get it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay away from the LPO thing, man. We're talking about yeah, DLPOs, I guess, man. I guess for me, the only thing to add to that question for the DL uh, DLPOs is if you were a DLPO. Uh, what's some of the things that you did in that role? Yeah. Um. So if you were a DLPO when you answer that question that Damon asked, uh, just respond and what's some of the things that you've done in that role? And if you was a department LCPO, what's uh, what are the expectations that you have on the departmental LPO? And I think another question is, is it a way that a first class in the department can be ranked over? the departmental uh lpo have we ever seen that why would that happen uh if it's a thing now some of these things i've seen everything and got answers for everything but we're not going to talk about it we just asking the question yeah yeah so can a is it possible for a first class to rank over a dlpo if you were a dlpo uh what's some of the things that you've done if you are or were a dlcpo what's the expectations that you have on or had on your uh dl dlpos so is dlpo a thing Right, that's the question. Yep, that's the question. Hey, uh, so I was talking to um, my sister, who I went through the uh, chief season with, and um, we had a really quick but uh, good conversation because um, mm-hmm. we I, I did talk about something we did at Selects during our season. So I just was catching up with her, and uh, she told me she was getting out for a little bit. Well, first she said she was getting out; she getting ready to get out. I'm like, you getting out? Because uh, I, I like yo, I, she got to be a lifer. You know, so she said she getting out for a little bit for the career and the mission program. So uh, mm-hmm. uh, I just want to talk about it for a second, just in case uh, sellers don't know what it is. So the career and the mission program allows officers and enlisted sellers the ability to transfer out of the active component and into the individual ready reserve for up to three years while retaining full health care coverage and base privileges. Right. So that's what it is. Um couple things i'm not going to read all this stuff that i'm looking at but a couple things is you got to submit an application package to person if you need any um information about it go to my navy hr 
but I'll have the information and uh, we'll, we'll have the information in the episode notes. Um, yep. You got to apply uh, like 12 months in advance to your projected rotation date or uh, your soft EAOS. Uh, you leave active duty, you're electronically mustered for accountability purposes during your time on the program. And then when you get back to active duty, that your date of rank or time and rate is going to adjust uh, to complete and to compete in promotion boards with service members at the same experience level. Right. Um, so that means like if you did, I'm assuming that means if you, you know, did 10 years and then you do CIP for three, your date and rank and time of service is going to equal like that of a 10 year um, experience uh, petty officer or whatever rank you are. You retain your full medical and dental benefits for yourself and your dependents, as well as next uh, benefits. You also receive a stipend equal to two times one thirtieth of your base pay. No requirement to be at the end of EOS to take parts. Uh, Obla serve is required. So you serve two months active duty for every month. IRR. In addition to any and all remaining and future active duty obligations. So that means if you get out for a year, you do two. You get out for two years, you come back, you got you owe four. You get out for three years, you owe six. Right? So that's what that means. Yeah. Uh, service members are eligible to use their GI Bill while participating in a program, provided GI Bill requirements are met, but not for tuition assistance. So that's some of the things. And then it's also some stuff in here for officers. Um, end zone and above zone eligible officers and grades a lieutenant, lieutenant commander, commander whose placement on the active duty list is within one year of the convening dates of these boards are automatically deferred unless they specifically request to be considered. Right. Um, officers who would be eligible for consideration by a promotion board as an end zone or above zone eligible within one year of placement on the ADL shall be informed that their eligibility for such consideration will be deferred unless they specifically request consideration. So that's some of the stuff for officers. So it is a chance to, to uh, take an intermission in your career, take a couple years off uh, for whatever you want to do, whether it's a school or, you know, you work in a business or you something like that. And you take a couple years off, uh, do what you got to do, then come back. But just remember when you come back, you owe time. Double up, double up, double up. I think it's a win-win, man. I think it's a great opportunity for sailors that's, that has that ambitious to go to school, have ambitious to, to take care of the things that they want to do um, and come back in. But I, like you said, the biggest takeaway is the fact that you are coming back in, right? Yeah. But but some people already know they're going to be in the Navy for a while, but it's some stuff they want to take care of, especially um, if I was a, a – a dad, you know what I mean? Why mm-hmm. not take a year off, you know, in the beginning to help, you know, wifey out or whatever with the with the uh, baby, you know, whatever the case may be. Same things for the for the for the ladies. Um, they want to yeah. take you know some time off to be with the kid, or you want to go to school. You want to do, man. I think this is a win win. I I think us bringing this on the podcast is going. People going to look at this more now because I think we should be talking about this at quarters, and hopefully we are. Um, because I think this will. This is one of those things where sometimes you can get burnt out. Say you burnt out, you did six straight years of C. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or you did whatever the case. You want to take two years off. You know what I mean? Come back in and do four. Whatever, whatever your situation is, I think this is a win-win. Um, and, and two years for, so. ain't. And, yeah, and a year, a year or two is not much because you could be at like year fifteen and not know that you're going to do twenty six years in the navy yeah. already. You know what I'm saying? So 
a year or two, not much. It's a lot of people going over 20 that probably didn't know they were going to go over 20. So if you take that year off, yeah. I know some people thinking like, man, I don't want to take two years off and then I owe four. I mean, I got to do four and all of that. Like, um, you might be doing that for anyway. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Some people don't, not everybody get out at 20. So if you could take the time that, you know, take a year off and just, you know, live your life and take care of yourself and your family and do some stuff like that, that would be good. Yeah. You know, maybe you saved up enough money. You want to go on like a backpacking trip or you want to go on a road trip or something like that. Yeah. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, so that stuff would be good. Um, we didn't talk about a uh, national suicide prevention week, September 5th through September 11th. So September 5th through September 11th was a national suicide prevention week. And it's crazy because in that time, I actually personally had not me, but members and extremely close to me had uh, suicidal ideations, too. So two people very close to me had suicidal ideations. And um, both of them were uh, directly directed to the, the right people and stuff like that. You know, me personally, I'm not always good with the words. You know, I'm not always good with having the words to say because of the way I think it's analytical is always, you know, so I'm not always good with the words about uh, suicide. And I know that about myself. Um, So, I, uh, you know, I might not be able to talk to somebody in that moment, but I know that I'm able to to point them in a direct uh, direction of where to go. Um, um, Yeah. Yeah, you most definitely not the only one in there, man. So, like, that's that's conversations like that, man, are hard conversations when people are talking about that. So, I'm the same way. I, I'm not I'm not a big talker, but you have to know how to get people help. That's the biggest thing, man. You got to know where to point them at and, and what they need to do and all that type of stuff, man. Um, and and I'm I'm quick to tell anybody that somebody come to me, if they say the wrong. If I overhear, you know, I, I can overhear. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't care what it is. If I overhear the wrong thing, we finna go talk to somebody. You know what I mean? So that's the only thing. Point them in the right direction, man. Get them help. And I don't care if if it's you losing a sailor or you losing somebody from your division. I don't care, man. Because yeah. you know I'm gonna sleep better at night for for going get somebody some help though. Yeah, we talk a lot. We shared the phone number for the suicide hotline yep. a couple ep- a couple episodes ago. Um, but it's, uh, you know, 800-273-8255, right? That's the phone number. But uh, we, we, we talk a lot about empathy and, and stuff um, like that a lot now more in the Navy than we ever did before. Yeah. And I, I have it, again, but like I said, just with my personality and stuff, it's probably not visual if I'm talking to somebody. But I do have empathy, but I'm not good at, you know, being able to say. It's just the way my mind works, you know. I might say, to me, I think I might say something that's, not fitting for the moment, you know? Um, and it doesn't mean I don't empathize. It's just, I'm just this dumb guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just don't know what it, what to say out of my mouth at the moment. So I try my best to be quiet, to just be quiet and observe. I remember uh, sellers coming into an issue, man, that just needed to cry, you know? And yeah. I, I mean, I, it was just come in here, sit down and cry. Um, I'm not going to say nothing to you. Just come in here, sit down, do your thing. Um, cry, take take whatever time you need to uh, take off, vent, or whatever like that. Because the first question I ask would be something stupid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, I try my best not to not to do that. I know you said you had uh, something you wanted to talk about the nav admin for tuition assistance, huh? Oh yeah, man. That 
that's a big deal for me, man. Uh, yeah, I, I read that it's like <laughs> split kind of people. A lot of people don't like it, like the changes. Well, first off, the nav admin, what what I like about it, you know what I mean? Because I take, I take the T, that's all I use is TA, right, for my classes. Mm-hmm. So now I can take more classes, right? right? So that's my benefit from it. Now, mm-hmm. everybody else may have some different stuff or whatever. I didn't get into the details of the whole thing because I got the email I got from it. It was already broken down from our um, ESO, right? Uh, uh-huh. Already broke down. So I didn't get to read the whole nav. So it's probably some stuff in there that somebody may not like. The only part that hit my hit me was 18, you mm-hmm. know, the credit hours, right? So that was a big thing. I think that came from 12. I think it was doing 12. Now it's 18. So that's that was pretty big deal um, for me because what happens is I take a couple of classes. I'm taking it for my master's, so I take a couple of classes that I have to wait. You know what I mean? Until the next physical year, damn near, which is now. Yeah. So, so yeah, man. That's that's that was the, my big takeaway from the whole nav admin. Um, so you saying you ain't read you ain't read the rest of it? No, I just read the the closing statements. Huh? Help me. So you was you wasn't thinking like maybe you'd be talking about it on on your podcast. <laughs> I did, yeah, I, I, I talked about it, right? When I'm talking about <laughs> 18 credits. Oh, man. So it's say at least three years of time of service before applying for benefits, right? Yeah. At least three years. Uh, be on active duty for the whole length of the course, attend accredited school, uh, get counseling, provide your grades. Active duty enlisted with under 16 years of service and reservists on active duty orders must have 12 months or more remaining on the current enlistment. Or extension as of the course start date, right? Then an officer must agree to remain on active duty as well. Um, I think uh, the thing is they pushed out the time. Um, the time. time yeah. Like you got to wait longer. Yeah. yeah uh, and you, you can see, longer. I can see that people get in the military. They want to go, 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 go. But now, man, it's, it's more starting now to, to have people actually try to learn a job before they start doing a lot of stuff. So I think that's what we're moving towards. Same thing with the East West program now. And now I heard a rumor that FSAs was going to get taken. Uh, that been a rumor for a long time, though. Um, yeah. The numbers supposed to have changed and go down and down and stuff like that, but I don't think it'll never happen, man. I don't think you can have enough CSs uh, in the Navy to take away FSAs. Uh, I just, now, would they take some of the numbers? Maybe. Maybe they can. But if they take some of the numbers, man... I think some things in the or, in that organization has a change too, though. I mean, I I I, I want to limit the FSA conversation until we get to see us on the podcast. Yeah, to talk about because it's some things I agree with and some things I disagree. Oh, with. Oh, most but, definitely. Hey, I can. I, hey, dude, please bring us. We need to see us bad on here talking about this. Yeah, bad. yeah. But on 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 the side of just the division side, um, I understand every leader or junior seller in the division that's like hey i got a brand new seller that i need to be teaching them their job and then i've started they start working on quals they start doing this and then boom four months six months however many months it take they got to lead the division for x amount of time to be a fsa yeah and that for a lot of sellers probably more sellers than the other group that doesn't 
have a positive impact on their progression and reach. I've seen that. I've seen sellers promise that they're going to still work calls and do shit. And then yeah. when they go FSA, you know, they stop. Yeah. And they, you know, they yeah. do other stuff. And I mean, that's, it's voluntary to still do, yeah. you know, get your calls and stuff while you FSA. You could definitely just go do your FSA thing. But a lot of sellers, yeah, yeah, chief, even when I FSA, I'm going to still work my calls. And then, they, yeah. you know, then they don't. But I, but I don't again, hold it against them, though. I don't hold it against them. You know what I mean? Well, no, no, it's, it's voluntary. You do yeah. what you want, but um, just I we we need a CS on here that could talk about um. Yeah. But you know what? FSA. You know what? We're gonna talk about it later. But I do want to throw one thing out there, man, and and this is for for um just a whole command thing. We talking about a com- from a command environment. It is an FSA instruction, right? Yeah, and in that instruction, it may say. Sailor had to be on board six months before he can go FSA. Whatever the case will be. Whatever that time frame is, we never follow it. Mm. <laughs> so that's kind of <laughs> what I want to talk about. We never follow mm. it. Right. So yeah. Yeah. But we'll 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 we'll, you know, put that in the shelf on the top of the shelf for now though, until we get our CS. Yeah, yeah. Table it, table it yeah. till we get a cook. We need a CS, preferably one we never served with before. So if you're yeah. listening and you know a CS or you are a CS. Um, either uh, email us ptsfpodcast at gmail.com or get in contact with the CSU know let them know to email us so we could have a conversation about FSAs and other stuff too just yeah. a whole bunch of other stuff um, alright uh, my book so the book I want to talk about this week is called Countdown 1945 by Chris Wallace right so I read the uh, other book the 2034 book Right. The 2034 book that I yeah. said was a really good read about the third world war. So the, what that did for me was make me want to read another book about uh, a, a world war. Um, so I went with the second world war. Um, and uh, so it says countdown 1945, the extraordinary story of the atomic bomb and 116 days that changed the world. So this book starts out like 116. It's it's a literal countdown, right? And that's what Chris Wallace does. He he writes these uh, history books, and they read like uh, fiction. But it's a literal countdown from like 116 days out to hours to the moments that you know they dropped the atomic bombs. Um, the focus is on the Hiroshima bomb because the Nagasaki bomb went off like two miles like away from the target that it was intended to hit. So the, and it was a more of a disaster here. So after the uh, and that was called Big Boy. So the focus is on little uh, little boy, the one that hit uh, Hiroshima. And I mean, when you're talking about the way you should write a book about history, I think this guy Chris Wallace uh, has it down. Um, he speaks about the scientific aspect of the bomb. He speaks about the scientists that were involved. He talks about uh, the pilots. Uh, he talks about the president um, a whole lot. Um, he talk, he The book kind of starts when uh, FDR died and Truman took the seat. The moment that Truman found out FDR died, somebody whispered in his ear, like, hey, I got to talk to you about, like, this secret thing that we've been working. So FDR kind of wrote, uh, he kind of signed off on the atomic bomb, but Truman was in the seat for like four months and then they had to drop it or whatever. So, um, it just was a really good book, uh, from every aspect. Uh, 
you had a, a, a Japanese um, woman now, but she was a girl in a story. Her character, she was in Hiroshima the day that the bombs, uh, the day that the atomic bomb dropped. Her character, um, and then after the bomb and after that part of the story, it went to like the the epilogue and stuff was about like present day, um, and just like that people are divided about the humanity aspect of dropping it. Um, it talked about what Truman was uh, thinking about every time is like something he didn't want to do, but he felt like he had to, they felt like the war was going to last a lot longer and cost a whole lot more money. Um, if we would have just went, you know, the, the traditional way, um, Einstein is talked about in the book. Um, uh, Hitler is talked about in the book, every, like almost every, uh, impactful person in history. And I'm, 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 I'm mad cause I'm forgetting some names. It was it was a meeting uh, for that was going on during the planning of, of this bomb, a meeting about the war uh, with Britain and uh, U.S. was there. And it was just so much going on um, to talk about what was going to happen with Russia after Hitler, uh, what, what with Germany after Hitler. Uh, Russia wasn't involved in a story. Um, it was just so much going on. And um, it, it was a really good book, man. Real good book. Uh, Eisenhower came up a couple times. He was a uh, secretary somewhere. Um, just just so many different characters, but just to be able to break down from the scientist aspect to the actual pilots, to to the actual president, to everybody that was involved in this in this uh, story uh, was a good book. And it's I give it five stars. It's a five oh, star man. book, man. Wow. Yeah, it's a five star. Yeah. Wow. It's definitely a five star book, man. It don't good get no stuff. better than that. No. Nah. And I mean, it's weird because I'm, I mean, you, you don't give I'm five not, stars for books. So really, yeah, yeah. I don't. And, and then I'm not like, it's just to be like, yo, I'm reading a book about the atomic bomb and yeah. like, that's not a normal read for me, but it was a good book though. Five stars, man. Good stuff. Uh, 1945 countdown, 1945 by Chris Wallace. Man, when you said Chris Wallace the first time, man, first thing I'm thinking, Chris Wallace. Oh, Biggie. Just Biggie, <laughs> Notorious B.I.G. Until you said war. Until you said war. I thought you was talking about Biggie, man, for a Yeah, minute. yeah. Yeah, definitely a good book. It's a, it's, it's like a definitely like a must read. Uh, what else we got, man? Well, man, we we, we down to the last thing, man. That yeah, movie, man. I know people don't like, people don't like the what else we got. But we know what we got. We got the movie. Yeah, man. We got right, a movie. We got man. the movie. We most definitely got a movie, man. This right, is this was your movie, so I'm going to let you go ahead and kick it off, man. It was your well, movie. It was it your movie. Actually, it wasn't your movie. You're right. It yeah, was somebody. It wasn't my movie. Yeah. A listener uh, suggested it. And please, uh, listeners, continue to suggest movies. The only thing I ask is that they're not over two and a half hours. Because Miracle at St. The, the, so the movie we have to review today is Miracle at St. Anna. And I forgot how long it was. It's a two hour and 40 minute movie. Yes. Super long. Right? Super yes. long. Um, it's a Spike Lee joint. Yeah. Um, Spike, and it was a direct answer to Clint Eastwood. So Clint Eastwood had the Flags of Our Fathers, um, and this is some of the movie stuff that I'm. Uh, I think people might have forgot about. But if you're a big movie person, you know Clint Eastwood had the Flags of Our Fathers, and uh, Spike Lee was like, "Yo, it was black. It was African Americans in that war. It was black people in that war. Um, it wasn't no black people in the movie. He so his direct. So it was that was the whole back and forth for a little bit." So Miracle at St. Anna was actually his direct answer to um, black, like 
Clint Eastwood having like a movie without black people is all right. Let me make a war movie and put black men in this movie because black men fought this war, and there's some some good stuff in the war. So it was about the what 21st Regiment Buffalo Soldiers or 13 well uh, some regiment um, like the 13th Regiment uh, Buffalo Soldiers and they got stuck between uh, like enemy behind enemy, enemy lines, lines and yeah. they you know they pretty much were as a behind enemy lines film. Then it's a like a it's like four different movies in one, man. Yes, um, it is. Yes, it is. Like four different movies in one. Super long. Uh, it was a good movie. Uh, a lot of, yeah. lot of good, uh, um, lot of good script reading. Uh, that's what I would say. Like a lot of good script reading. Uh, uh, Spike Lee uh, is a good script writer as far as natural. And I'm going to get a little movie geekish right here. But uh, Spike Lee is a really good script writer when it comes to natural uh, dialogue, right? So when it comes to natural vernacular, natural dialogue, him and Quentin Tarantino to me are among some of the best, like where it's not as poetic as uh, another script writer might be, but in it being so natural, it's even more poetic, right? So Derek Luke, like, I feel like I was with him, you know what I'm saying? I feel like he was just a regular dude that, you know, I knew. Um, yeah. The movie opens up the same way that Spike Lee kind of intended uh, a movie was on. I think one of them John Wayne war movies was on or something like that. And it was it wasn't no black people in that movie. So, the, the you know, the dude yeah. was like, you know, we were there, too. And that was the significance of why Spike Lee decided, you know, to, to make that movie. Every popular black actor that women loved at that time that that movie was made was in the movie. Right. Yeah. And, and you know, no, 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 no bullshit, no bullshit, man. When it came to like, first off, <laughs> let me say this: what happened to me in the beginning of watch of trying to watch it? I didn't finish. It. I'm gonna tell you straight up: I didn't finish it. Two hours and mm-hmm. forty minutes. Come on, man. I can't finish it. But yeah, <laughs> um, what happened to me is, so I was trying to find where I was going to watch the movie at, right? So mm-hmm. everywhere I went to watch the movie it was three ninety nine to watch the movie, right? Yeah, so, yeah, I paid three ninety nine. Yeah, I paid three ninety nine to watch the movie, right? <laughs> so the movie came on, and it came on in the beginning, right where they started the war, right? Oh, so, so it you skipped ain't seen- the, the. I went back and, and seen it, the beginning of it. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I, in my mind, I'm saying. This cannot be the start of the movie. They ain't talked about nobody. In, they ain't talked about nothing. It just went straight to that part. So, but I watched it a little bit, maybe like thirty minutes of it or whatever, to that point. And the first thing I was thinking, man, this movie probably got everybody Tyler Perry and every Tyler <laughs> Perry movie in this movie, right? That's the first thing I thought about. Yeah. Everybody yeah, sure. is in this show from the Tyler Perry, you know, from his movie. Man, I was I was watching him like, dang, man, it's everybody in this, sure. in this movie, man. But um, like you said, man, it it got a list. It, it plays a you. I didn't know that part about uh, Spike Lee and and Clint Eastwood, man. But yeah, yeah. But um, you could tell now as you said that I can tell the response on so things that was happening in the movie. You could tell because race was a big part of the movie too. Uh, when it was when it was going on, yeah, um, it was like more of a statement than a movie, right? I yeah. mean, for me. It felt like more of yeah. a statement than a linear, a yeah. linear movie. It was like, yo, this is black people at war. Yeah. It felt more. I felt more of that than a linear kind of movie. Basically. Yeah. And just just a couple things, man, I had like when I was watching it in the scenes that was like kind of throwing me off a lot, throwing me off a little bit in war. And it 
couple just for the movie sign. And I and I know Spike Lee and what he was doing and what he was trying to create. Uh, but a couple of things I was <laughs> I was like laughing at, right? One was the Tyler Perry movie stuff, because I said all these actors are yeah, the Tyler yeah. Perry movie. The other one was how they was having this good ass conversation during the during the war. Like they having actually Spike conversation. Lee. Doing as they yeah. war, as they walking through there, they having like full conversations, right? Hey, and and, and the st- like right there at that point. That's what I mean about like any any young filmmaker or whatever you do. Most people in the Navy, but if you are, that's the that's what Spike Lee and Quentin Tarantino does. Mm-hmm. If you think about it and you watch their movies, they add like these really natural, good conversations that people would probably really have. Yeah, in a mo- in their movies, and then they base the action around that kind. They weave the kind of action into. The, the the script the conversation and yeah. shit like that so I do like that uh, Spike Lee is able yeah. to do that that was that was good then how about that man now how about that fresh Lugie old boy playing his water man I thought about that too man like in the movie <laughs> like <laughs> but old boy was on some bullshit they watched he him drink yeah it. man they watched him yeah. drink it that was kind of that was kind of crazy um but then he like the guy that played the 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 guy who um wouldn't go in and help them. Man, he like he uh-huh. that was crazy, man. Like he just like deliberately didn't care about their lives at all in this movie. Like I, I, I guess that could have yeah. been a point we was making it, or did that happen? Uh, I'm about to do some my own little research on that, man, because he deliberately let them them die. That's how the movie, you know, went anyway. Like he deliberately let a lot of those those guys die. Yeah, um, yeah, that's my dude from Justified too, man. Uh, I forgot his name right now, but he's my dude from Justified. Yeah, man. And then another thing, man, like like if I'm in a movie and I got all these bad guys out there, man, it was a point in the movie where uh, this little boy, man, that they end up helping out or whatever. But he was mm-hmm. under a haystack, man. And his haystack was moving. Mm-hmm. I'm firing, <laughs> man. I, I don't know what's in that haystack, man. Haystack is moving because there's a person in it or whatever. But I'm thinking, man, like why am I going to go investigate that haystack moving, man? Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm, I'm, I'm firing on that haystack, yeah, man. Yeah, we're gonna shoot first, and then yeah, see what man. Was especially right. the environment yeah. they was in. Shoot first, yeah. but uh, for the part of the movie I watched, man, I, I kind of like like watching movies like that too, though. That's why I'm a I'm a probably give it a higher score because I like those type of movies where it has to do with with with, with history and, mm-hmm. and 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 race stuff and and where you come from and what people you know. However, because people get these stories a lot of times, these stories come from a from from facts a lot of the times, man. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? So you yeah. wanna you wanna like like vision on how they could be feeling right now and all this type of stuff. And then that's what I think um what Spike Lee won me over with that. Like yeah. these people know crap. It was like they was in that moment. You know what I mean? Like those yeah. like even them arguing amongst each other. You know what I mean? Yo boy with the gold teeth in his mouth, man. Like you know what I'm saying? They <laughs> argued <laughs> you know what I mean? Arguing amongst each other, man. It was it was it was a real that was real good good stuff they was doing man so uh i'm gonna give it close to a four man i okay. want to like but because that's i, I actually want to finish it too though you know what i mean because i didn't finish yeah. the whole thing i kind of want to finish it it's long movie. but it's long, long man like good gracious long, man it's man. long but I, I i think the white slop scene transcended is the one that transcended the movie when they went to get i'm assuming it was like ice cream or something but when they went did you get to oh that scene yeah i did yeah, that, yeah was, that was the, that was the big one that kind of transcended you yeah, know, the yeah. movie because they yeah. these guys like 
our military, military members yeah, yeah. fighting for the yeah. country. And they still had to deal with the same, you know, yeah. racism that anybody else would have to deal with. And they spoke up um, about it too, though. You know what I mean? So they, 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 they did a little, they did a little more, more than that, but yeah, they spoke up about it. Um, yeah, the 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 guy you the guy you talked about earlier that uh, didn't help them. The captain, his name is uh, like just because I like the actor so much. His name yeah. is Walton Goggins. I like him a lot, but I'm I'm scrolling through this actor's list, man, and I'm gonna scroll off a couple names. I'm gonna read off a couple names. Derek Luke was in the movie, yeah. right? Derek Luke, we love him, right? Michael Ealy, all the ladies love Michael Ealy, right? Yeah. Um, Laz Alonzo, ladies love Laz Alonzo. If you don't know who Laz Alonzo is, he he's in The Boys. He's like he plays in that show, The Boys now. Um, John Turturro was in it. Another Italian, I like. I always like him. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, one of my favorite actors, uh, actually was in it. Uh, John Leguizamo was in it. Carrie Washington, Amari Hardwick, Ghost. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's just so many. And he played. A, he played a good part in the movie too, man. He played a a pretty yeah, ghost. Pretty uh, yeah. Michael K. Williams, uh, rest in peace. Yeah. Who just recently passed away? Omar from The Wire. Yeah. He was the scared soldier. He was the guy that was scared. In the beginning, there. yeah. Yeah, so it's so many. It was so many. I could keep going down the list. So many actors in there. Spike Lee movie, of course. If he make the yeah. call, you gonna show up. You said you gave it a four out of five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, 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 and that's me not even finishing it either, though. So I like where it was going, though. I like the story. Yeah. You're right, though. It had a lot of storylines in it, though. But I like the movie. Yeah, I got three. I got two different kind of thoughts. When I first saw this as a kid in like 2008, when it came out, um, it was probably you know one of the best movies that i thought i saw around that time the 2008 um young guy um now i i'm i'm sitting with you around like a 3.8 yeah. 3.8 close to four out of five it's a good movie um i think if uh also it was uh written the screenplay was written by james mcbride who also wrote the book that the movie's based off but i think i think that spike lee could have made an even better it's a good movie I think Spike Lee could have made an even better movie if he kind of wasn't as focused on making so much of the statement that he mm -hmm. wanted to make and just wanted to make a movie. It probably would have been about 40 minutes shorter and, and a couple other things, but it was a good movie. Um, definitely a, a good statement um, from, from, you know, from Spike Lee. We definitely do, you know, need to see more, you know, black men in these movies and um, black characters that actually, you know, existed. That's why I was happy that we talked about uh, Doris Miller earlier. Um, he had a whole lot to do with um, just making history. And then, um, you know, just going into World War II, um, the book that I reviewed, that connects us to Doris Miller. Yep. And then this movie connects all of that stuff because we talk about some black soldiers. Um, yeah, they were Buffalo soldiers, but um, a lot of good stuff from them. So I'll give it like a, uh, like I said, like a 3.8 out, yeah. out of 5. Uh, definitely a good movie. Yeah. Uh, you should watch it, but kind of um, be prepared. Prepare yourself, be prepared. Man. Like Get your popcorn such a, ready, such, man. Get your popcorn ready. Such a time. Yeah, <laughs> such man. a time. It's 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 like it's like a PTSF podcast, man. It's, it's yeah, a long, man. It's a long it's a process. Ride. You better do it. In, do it in layers, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> do it in yeah, layers. Yeah. We yeah, and we want y'all to listen to us in layers. I don't want you to sit with us for. 
two and a half yeah. hours. Most if you do, you do. I mean, I love it. Like, that's even better. Yeah. But, um, you know, on a ride to work, you know, you get in, you hear a couple ideas, you get to yeah. work, you go home, you hear a couple more ideas, you get to work. I'm not asking you to sit with us for two hours and 30 minutes. I would love that, though. I mean, the whole session. Like, hey, I'm going to stop mean? everything I'm doing and listen to the podcast. Yeah. And then do that other thing that we like you guys to do, too. Share. You know what I mean? Share. Make sure we share it, man. Make sure you guys listening, man. Keep it up. Keep it going. Uh, man, we love you guys, man. You know, we love getting on here talking about stuff, man. And we have fun doing it. You hear us. We always laugh and we always, you know, bullshitting, coming up with some stories and all that type of stuff. Man, we doing this right now because we like doing it. And we're also doing it to, to put information out, you know, um, and learn, man. We learn from each other. We learn from everybody else, so, man. So, we looking for people to come on. People want to talk. People want to voice anything. You know, hit us up, man. We want to talk too. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, uh, drop a review for us. It's been a while since we got any new reviews, so drop a review. Uh, let us, you know, let us and let some other potential listeners that might just be waiting to see what somebody else got to say about the podcast um, read it and, and, and see what's being said. Drop a review. It's all about that interaction. Um, that's it for me. Uh, good podcast. I see you guys next week. I'm Damo. I'm Damon. Hey, Mississippi, stand up. Old Miss, go. Let's get it. <laughs>